This is Radio Ronin announcer Ken Kruger. The Radio Ronin Show starts now. Whoopee! Hey! Ken! We got a, we got a, vo- a voice guy. We that did it. beautiful. Sir, yeah. 2020, we did it. We are no longer pod bands. Round of applause for Ken Kruger. Wow, that's a that what a cool way to start the new year, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, new. Fresh Holy smokes. New. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first show of 2020. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Show. Because I'm that I'm I'm old enough that I can do Welcome to 2020. Oh, <laughs> I'm Jimmy Chilgo. Welcome to 2020. Oh my gosh, <laughs> should have been. You think you're Walters. sick of it now? Yeah, Wait just... till April. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hey everybody, welcome to the show. I hope everybody had a great New Year. I'm Chunga. Uh, with me, right over there, the smartest man in the room. It's Chandler. Hey-o. That guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that's oh, that's me. That guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm alive. Say hi to Josh, everybody. Hey Josh! And the indescribable Spencer. Hola. Uh, welcome to the show, everyone. I hope everybody had a fantastic new year. Uh, this is going to be a huge show. I know. It's going to be so, 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 so big. Uh, first things first, this show is brought to you by Audible. You want a free audiobook? You want a 30-day free trial? All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash Radio Ronan. That's simple. You get, a, you get 30 free days, and you get a free audiobook uh, regardless. So uh, go check it out, will you? AudibleTrial.com forward slash Radio Ronin. Over 180,000 titles to choose from. You can listen to your audiobook from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and or your MP3 player. Okay? Yeah. Thank you, Audible, for continuing your sponsorship with the Radio Ronin Show. Going in into 2020. I'm so excited. I know. Uh, okay, so, so much show to talk about today. We are going to... In just a couple of minutes, I hope people are excited about this. We are going to be changing some some spiffs, spiffs? some bennies, oh. some freebies that you get on Patreon. Oh yeah. yes! Oh. And by changing, I don't mean changing. We're just adding more. So yes. we're going to talk about those in a second. But first, uh, I want to welcome some new people to Patreon. They've joined the family. Woo-hoo. Welcome, all of you. The family. We love each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Patreon.com forward slash Radio Ronan. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Sandquist is a super fan. Hey, thank you, Sean Sandquist. Get the bonus episodes there, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Well done, sir. Uh, Stacy Schreiber uh, jumped from being a super fan to being a member of our staff. Stacy Schreiber is an official producer of Radio Ronan. Thank you, Stacy. Thank hey, you, Stacy hey. Schreiber. Thank you. So happy to have you here. Uh, Cam and Alexa Bingham have upped their pledge because of something that <laughs> There's happened a story in Temple behind There's a story. Uh, yeah. Uh, Cam and Alexa Bingham are now goblins. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so, I hope welcome. you're happy. Cam and Alexa Bingham have upped their pledge to 50 bucks a month. So thank you so much to Cam and Alexa Bingham. That's awesome. Uh, That's always awesome, love having awesome. new goblins. And speaking of new goblins, Stephanie Easton. Uh, I think it's the Easton sisters. I think it is the Easton sisters. I think there's another sister in yeah. there somewhere. Oh. So let's just say for this particular one. The Easton the sisters. The Easton sisters are now goblins. Woo-hoo. So they've upped their pledges. Yeah. They're now goblins at 50 bucks. So 
Thank you, Easton sisters. Thank you That's to awesome. each and every one of you for getting signed up. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you. I think when you hear what we have to talk about, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be jumping on because yeah. uh, we got a lot of cool stuff happening in 2020. All yeah. kinds of really cool things. So excited. So here's what we're going to do on this episode before we, before we start talking about all the little goodies that you're going to get. This show, we have all seen The Rise of Skywalker. Yes, we have. Yeah. Yes, Chandler, we have. Yeah. Spencer, Josh, myself, we have all seen The Rise of Skywalker. So coming up near the end of the show, and by the near the end, at the end yeah. of yeah. the show, yeah. we are going to give you our spoiler review. Yes. Spoiler, so, say, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I'm really nervous to hear what you and Chandler thought. We, we, we haven't talked about, about it at, at all. all. I know. We haven't talked about it at no. all. So yeah. in the last episode, we talked about, with in the no-spoiler review, Yes, Josh and Spencer loved it. They I thought, thought it was great. great. Yeah. They loved it. I loved how it, was it ended. Mm-hmm. I, we'll get more into that. Yeah, we'll, yes. we'll talk So we'll, the Chandler and I will give you our review mm-hmm. of this. And um, I will say this. Before I go any further, I need to see it again. Oh, yeah. I've got to see it again. It's a big movie. Oh, I mean, there's, there's really a big lot movie. there. There's so much happening. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you a preliminary review because I don't I don't know that, that this review will stay the same. Well, and it if may you change. haven't seen it yet and don't want to go into spoilers yet. Yeah. So. Yeah, go listen to the non-spoiler review. So we're going to give you a spoiler review of The Rise of Skywalker. We're also talking Mandalorian. Are we going to do spoilers for Mandalorian? Yes, Josh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Every listener now begs you in our Goblin group, Josh, please shut the hell up. Please. <laughs> I've been doing a lot anything. better. He has been better. He has been, been a lot better. better. You've been better. Loose lips. <laughs> since, since he ruined episode uh, six for me. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And people still ask me, did, did, did Josh and Spencer really... Re-? I said, yes, they did. <laughs> they absolutely did. Yeah. One of my so, best moments of 2019. Um, <laughs> that was the best episode. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're going to talk about The Mandalorian coming up here in a little bit. We normally do What's Happening Hot Stuff on a Thursday show, but because we're just back from the holiday, uh, it's technically not New Year's yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm. as, as of this recording, everybody's out doing stuff, and it is New Year's Eve as of this recording, so yes. we're not even going to try hot stuff today. We'd no. probably get Ian. So, well, yeah, yeah, I yeah, could send yeah. Ian a text and say, hey, call. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he would jump right to. I know he would. Thank you, Ian, by the way. Uh, but we are going to re- we're going to talk about Temple Night because that was really cool. Yes. We're, yeah. we're also going to be ta- we've got a chunga poll that we don't normally do on a Thursday, but we are going to do a chunga poll uh, today, and then we'll talk about the you know we'll read your responses on Monday on Monday's show. It's yeah. pretty simple. Uh, let's see what else are we doing? Uh, Bod Goblin. Yeah. Ooh, new goals. If yeah. we get yeah. the time, I, I'm hoping we have the time to do this. We want to talk a little bit about Bod Goblin, which is killing it on Facebook. Oh, which well, year, we're, all which geared, we're all gearing up for the new year. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody's setting new and resolutions. And mm-hmm. um, how, how are you guys feeling, by the way? I'm alive. Are you feeling better? I'm feeling so much better. I, I'm on drugs, and I'm good. I'm not contagious. Mm-hmm. Still don't know. You know, you how said I that last sick. time you came here, and you gave me walking pneumonia, and nearly killed me. Yeah, I really true. hope not, because you have to be in the car with me the whole way home. Hey, and I think you're the one who got me. No, sick. you got me. Th- yeah, these no. guys were for the listeners. No. You guys were deathly ill. Like, oh, it, oh it was yeah. bad. No, it was it's bad. No, like no joke. Yeah, like, um, all through Christmas. Yep. If you go check out the, the Goblin Group, I posted a picture of our text message thread, and <laughs> yeah. that's just a small snapshot. But we it came down the same time. Like we we both hour shivers, power, their fever. At the same time. Uh, the oh yeah, two time. of you. Uh, of the two of you, which one was more sick? Josh. I, I probably Josh was sick. because my my lungs are are so bad. 
having gone through pneumonia. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It was about the 26 that I started to, to get better. And Josh was and Josh was like, I'm at the doctor's and I'm wearing a face mask. You guys are sick on Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. it was bad. I I I didn't get a Christmas really. That's too bad. Josh sucked. Not only that, because your mom had all those Thanksgiving decorations up for way too long. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And then and then you get sick over Christmas. Well, it's funny because he sends me this picture of like this delicious looking prime rib, asparagus, like this great Christmas dinner. Yeah. 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 And he's like, I'm going for it. And then 20 minutes later, he's like. It's back. No, you puked it all up. I did. <laughs> no, it was that just it, sucks. It, it really kind of sucked because for me, the holidays are, are about family time being spent. Yeah. yeah, you know, I only got one gift for Christmas. And really? Because I'm not a I'm not a big gift person. I oh, I we always, need to fix that. I always tell people, you know, spend it on your kids or whatever. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Uh, you know, I'll Chandler, probably change. We gotta, we gotta go get him a Jenga game. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing a, is, go is... get him a. Anybody not pick up their twelve days? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, speaking of which, I have four people left to deliver to. I've not forgotten yeah. about you. Yeah. So it just, everybody's done except for four people. I, I just love spending time with the family. I I spend a lot of the time Christmas Eve cooking with my mom, mm-hmm. and I just I couldn't I couldn't do that. No, and it was yeah. just sucks. in bed and so. That's yeah. why the rest of your family got sick. Because you cook their food while hacking a lung into it. it. Yeah, that is the whole true. family got sick. Uh, yeah. I love how you say. Uh, I love how you say Christmas is about family and it's such a special time. I'm like, no, dude, it's Wednesday for you. The whole family <laughs> lives in your house. Uh, it's true. So, yeah, well, Josh gets true. really into the spirit of giving, so he decided to give his whole family. <laughs> My lawn. My sickness. Yeah. My sickness. <laughs> it really is the gift that keeps on giving. Right? Yeah, it really is. So, and somehow Chung and I didn't get sick at all. No, like, no. I, Isn't that awesome? Because we were I, talking, like, we didn't know if it came from the actual, like, Temple Night Meetup because we hugged, like, oh, 2,000 people. people. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> Here is yeah. my theory. Because Josh and I, we went with my wife out to dinner afterwards. Uh huh. We went to Cheddarburger, which oh, yeah. is good. This is after Temple Night. Yeah, at the Gateway. Uh-huh. At the Gateway. And as we're walking back to the car, I really had to pee. Uh-huh. And I, I just couldn't hold it any longer. So we, we used one of the Gateway's bathrooms. Ah, uh, there it is. That's where. Cause That's you, it. Cause you, I, I was trying to figure this out. Greg got sick. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Panda got sick. You two got sick. Chandler and I are fine. Yeah, totally and, fine. And Shannon's we, fine. And we saw, yeah, we saw Greg at <laughs> the Gateway at the restaurant. So we think it might have been him. He's oh, sick now, Greg's though. Patient zero. You know what's so funny is that I didn't know you guys were going, and Chandler told me after we got in the car, oh, we should have gone to grab food with Spencer and Josh. You know mm-hmm. they're going, and I thought, oh, we should go meet him. No, I'm no, glad you didn't. Thing you we didn't. should go meet him. But it, it, the only reason we didn't was because we were already kind of turning onto the freeway, and I thought, well, now I'm going to have to exit, and it's going to yeah. be a whole thing. No, yeah. no, no. It's a good thing so, you didn't because... You saved yourself. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That was a nasty bathroom. That's, well, I'm glad, oh. I'm glad you're feeling okay. And then somebody in the women's bathroom was smoking pot, so... <laughs> Well, they went from uh, the, the gateway to the women. Yeah. The gateway. Just yeah. I, I remember going to uh, the Happy Sumo. Oh, yeah. At the gateway. Which isn't Shannon there anymore. And I were, yeah, well, it wasn't there then. Okay. Because they had already left. Uh, uh-huh. But I didn't know that. And we went walking uh, through the parking tower to the escalator. And right at the base of the escalator is a dude sitting there under a blanket shooting up. Wow. Uh, okay. I'm turning around. And we, we, just turned, we, we actually went up the escalator. And... The sumo was closed, or it was they were gone, or they, I, yeah, I don't know what was down. gone. I, yeah. I was like, "We're out of here. We're not finding somewhere else to eat." That's, it's, that's no, done. it was it's pretty bad over there. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I still, remember uh, still ten, pretty bad. ten years ago, it was actually something. But ever yeah, since cool. City Creek came along, Do you remember when Gateway was the crown jewel? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I loved the Gateway. 
The Gateway oh. was a, it's it's like this classic American horror story now, you know, where it's it was this beautiful crown jewel of Salt mm-hmm. Lake, and now it's this rundown disaster in the course of a couple of years. Well, yeah. it's got the the north end is almost completely empty. There's like yeah. no stores yeah. there. Yeah. And it is just dirty. They're nasty. trying to revamp it as like a nightlife thing where they're so, putting yeah. new mm-hmm. bars, new nightclubs. Like new, it's all going to be happening soon. I but right it now, like, it's it's not. Two, at three all. years ago, they got bought by somebody different. Yeah, and they're they trying did. to turn it into this entertainment set. Is Dave and Buster still there? Uh-huh. Dave and Buster's yes. still there. That's what they brought them in for. Yeah. Is to try and change it. Are, are, are people coming into oh, Dave yeah. and Buster's? Yeah. It's I, that little corner with the movie theater. I so think the South End's good. does well. The North End, where they're still trying to get stuff into. Yeah. Um, they've tried doing like food truck rallies and yeah. things like that there, and it's just Kanye. It's Kanye good. showed up. Kanye, yeah. yeah. Oh, that would well. The Gateway hasn't had that many people. No, in, for years. Oh, years. Yeah. oh, it's still around. A lot of people yeah. there. No, I felt I felt like I was walking through alternate 1985 and Back to the Future, <laughs> where Biff is in charge. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> Tim Burton's Gotham City. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, it was, that's too it bad. Was horrible. No, that's, so, that's too bad. Yeah, we. Got and I love Cheddarburger. So Cheddarburger, oh, no, it's a great place to it go get Cheddarburger. Awesome. Huh. Um, okay, well, look, we've, we've got to get going here. So before we get into, uh, we, there's a lot of people we want to thank. We want to say hey to a bunch of people who showed up at Temple Night and et cetera. Et cetera. <laughs> et cetera. <laughs> so you, you split. have to split. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, um, we do have some changes that we're making to Patreon. Yes. Yeah. And some of you mm-hmm. have requested this. Some of you have said, hey, look, can, can we do, are there some other things that you guys can do um, for everyone, for every tier? And the answer is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we can. Thanks cool for the thing. feedback. Yeah, for is, sure. It was a lot of goblins saying, hey, there's these $5 fans that are contributing too. Yep. What can we do for them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's been, and it's been, you know, the logic for the $5 fans is, hey, thanks. You know, thanks for supporting the existing shows. We really appreciate it. Yeah. But as the show has evolved and as, as Patreon has evolved, uh, we all got talking about it. We got enough feedback that we said, yeah, let's let's do something fun for every Patreon person. Mm-hmm. So that's like yeah. the 12 days, for example, was one of those things, mm-hmm. which was a huge success. And yes, we are going to do it again. Uh, I've had a lot of people asking, are you going to do the 12 days again? Yes. Oh, yeah. In fact, we may be even we may even expand on it. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll 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 see. We'll 25 see. Twenty five days. It's, of Christmas. It's, it's a long way off, and I'm still trying to get prizes in people's hands. Yeah. So. Christmas in July. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It may kill me if I do more than twelve days. But I, we we are going to do that again. And the other thing that we're going to start doing, we are going to have. Uh, of course, you get the bonus show. Uh, there was mm-hmm. no bonus show because you guys were sick. You are going to get a bonus show. We're going to do it next week at some point. Once, yes. once yeah, you'll get two in running. January. Yeah, you're going to get two bonuses in January yep. if you are a super fan or above, right? Yes. But yes. we are also going to be launching uh, different shows uh-huh. Yeah. that are going to drop at random uh, throughout the month. Uh-huh. And these will be shorter. These will be um, focused on a singular theme, these particular shows. Yes. So, Josh and Spencer are really proud. They're going to be rolling out what you guys are calling, what was it that you called it? Ronin Reviews. Ronin Reviews. By Josh and Spencer. Yeah. Ronin Spencer Reviews and Josh. from Josh we don't and know Spencer. Who goes first. And these can be movie reviews or restaurant reviews or yeah. they can be everything, right? Or are they just movies? Mostly well, just movies, but, but okay. we'll, we'll go eat. Yeah, like yeah. Robin, like Robin <laughs> we'll Tino's, for example. That would have been that a great, be great Ronin review. Yeah. Yes. I like you know? this idea. Let's go eat. So these things can drop just at random. If you're a Patreon person, they're just going to pop up. And they're just going to say, hey, look, we've got a bonus episode for every single one of you. Uh, it's a Ronin review. But we're also going to start doing 
uh, things that are specific to Disneyland mm. because yes. Disney is so popular with this audience in particular. So we have a new featurette that's going to come out uh, to Patreon subscribers at every level, and we're just going to call them the Disney Top Tens. And so it's going to be us talking about like the top ten places to eat in Disneyland. Yep, mm-hmm. our top ten bathrooms to go to. Top, yeah. 10, which is a which big is topic. Huge. That's a huge topic. Top ten. Top 10 uh, rides that everybody thinks sucks that are actually great. Uh-huh. So we're going to have all these treats, top, top 10 churros. I mean, yeah. there, there's endless possibilities. Top 10 so. overrated rides yeah. that are no longer even worth going on. You know, we're yeah. going to have all kinds of these and they're going to drop at random. There's not going to be any rhyme or reason to it. You just you, Basically what happens is if you're a Patreon person, uh, you'll get a notification saying, hey, there's a new, you've got a new bonus episode yep. and it will be on the Patreon page and you just access it there. Yep. So, and, that's, and like Ronan Reviews, that's going to be available to anyone who's a patron. Yep. So it's not a $10 Every up, like the bonus show for normal no, Ronan. Everybody. That's everyone. Yes. It's so. everyone. And so are the the other shows. Yeah. These shows are going to be shorter in length and they're going to be themed. So we're going to be talking about one topic. And one topic only. Mm-hmm. So that's and and that will be the show. And then when that topic's over, that's the end of that yeah. little bonus episode. And that is on top of your full length, huge hour and a half long bonus episodes that you get for ten dollars and above. Yes. Yeah. So it's gonna be so to, much fun. I'm so excited. I know. Oh, I can't wait. So busy. Going into 2020, we're gonna be busy, but it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. And the th- the truth is, is that you know, for me, you're going into the dark months. I call it the dark ages. You know, she oh, has yeah. like, you know, here come the dark ages. Uh, this is when my sad kicks in. This is when a lot of people really struggle and have a hard time. So why not just flood Radio Rona with a bunch of fun content that people can just listen to and not worry about what's going on outside? You know, that, yeah. um, top 10 cruises to go on. Top 10. We're going to have all kinds of different uh, little 20 minute to 35 minute yeah. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just fun. Yeah. Just like and, a lunch break, <clears throat> coffee break episode. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. So uh, <clears throat> lots of reasons for you to uh, join our Patreon family in 2020. Uh, in addition to the live events that we do and... and Giveaways um, and everything. Yeah. Giveaways and t-shirts. Now let's talk about t-shirts for a minute. We've had a huge backlog from our printer. Uh, we've even gone to multiple printers to try and get these t-shirts. Yeah. The t-shirts are being printed. So if you got a t-shirt, if you're eligible, which means anyone who signed up in 2019, okay... You are eligible for a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. We're just going to call it good. If you've been, yep. if you've been at any tier, five dollars, uh, all the way up to goblins. If you have not got your T-shirt yet, we're having new ones printed. So we do have a record of everyone that has them. If you don't have them, we're going to be doing T-shirt meetups as soon as these shirts are done. We're going to yep. get them in your, we're going to get them in your hands. The T-shirt status doesn't change. So how does that work? Well, it's the same kind of thing. We're going to have a new T-shirt for 2020. Okay. So the same kind of deal. If you're a goblin, you get a t-shirt in a couple of months. If you're a, p- a producer, you get another t-shirt at six months. Yep. And, if you're, and that's the way it works. And, and so now the year has completely reset and that's what we're going to be doing. So really what I'm trying to say is I might as well just buy a printing press. Because <laughs> we're going to be no printing kidding. a lot of t-shirts. call you Mr. Yeah. Gutenberg. Holy moly. <laughs> and if you have questions, just hit us up on our social media. How this works. Yeah. You, know, you guys remember the amount of time that you have to be invested in order to get your shirts. Yeah. Well, now the, the year has reset. All who are there in 2019 are eligible. Yep. yep. Okay. So uh, so now that that's uh, now that that's out of the way again as Chandler said if you have any questions just hit us in the goblin group or mm-hmm. hit us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram we're all over the place and yeah, here's what's here's what's not going to happen 
Okay, this is not going to happen. You're going to have a question and you're not going to have any way to ask it. Okay. No. Yeah. yeah. There's a billion <laughs> yeah. different ways that you can ask us questions. You can just message me if you need to, for heaven's sakes. I mean, my messenger's going constantly. So uh, don't feel like you can't message me if you feel like you need to. Um, okay. So now New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> what What did you guys do for New Year's Eve? <laughs> oh, I... What did... Uh, yes, Spencer. What did you do for New Year's Eve that's happening in a couple hours? This is super exciting. You're yes. going to love this. Okay. Uh-huh. So I drove to Idaho. You're going up to Idaho? Yeah. Uh-huh. We're going to go to Idaho. Well, we went to Idaho. <laughs> Thank we you. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> right. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, but we, we, we play the farming game. That's your... That's your Wait, the farming yes. game in Idaho? That's your New Year's Eve night? Well, so those that don't know, my wife's family, they, they are dairy farmers. Yep. They have quite a few head of cattle and, and things like that. So they played the farming game. You know, we have a lot of farmers that listen to this. Yeah, yeah. we do. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so honored because if you take a look at the people that listen to this show, we have 72-year-old Mormon Tabernacle Choir members. Uh-huh. And we have members of Pride. And yeah. And we yeah. have... We have uh, you know, pierced knuckleheads, you know, all uh-huh. kinds of wackos that listen to this show. And I love it's every awesome. single one of them. But we also have white collar business people and we have a lot of farmers. Yeah. A lot Blue of farmers. Farmers. A lot of, lot of people in the gay community, a lot of Jews, a lot of Mormons, a lot of evangelicals. That's what I love about this show. So, well, cool. really so your you're, all, you're all equally screwed up. <laughs> and you're all welcome here. Yeah, right? Yeah. And we love you all. Well, yep. and that's what we, they did. We did this for New Year, Christmas Eve as well. But this is, it, it's Monopoly with farms. Ah, okay. What? Instead of well, buying, so is Mormon, it, is, they have is a more Monopoly. Is it an actual board game or is this like, it's an you guys are using like game. pieces of straw for your, 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 your characters? <laughs> one of you is a rock. Yeah. Another one of Buck you is a, a cow pie. Like you're a, a cow like pie. A, like a, like a, a goat turd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bale of milk. Yeah. No, but that, that's how you play. Instead of what? buying property, you buy... Farms, farm stock. Okay. Yeah, you getting okay. government you, subsidies from Trump? And you do like actually. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of like chance cards, it, they're 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 farm events. Really? And you, you can draw them, and it's like, oh, like you have to pay fair? back taxes, uh-huh. or yeah. Uncle Bert died, and you uh-huh. get his farm. Your cat, your your head of cattle, they're all infected with the mad cow. Yeah. <laughs> well, your pig and so is your wife. Show. So I'm yeah. not normally somebody who likes board games. Yeah. And we, I played this for the first time Christmas Eve. Uh huh. Damn it! If I did not like this game, stop it! Stop it! You did not. No, I, I legit. You're ruining all credibility for anything else you like in the future. You know that, right? Come on, I think man. You're married. You uh, liked it. It was actually kind of fun. So you're driving all the way up to Idaho so you can go play. Uh huh. Farmopoly. Farm, Farmopoly. <laughs> the farming game. It's called the farming game. It's called the farming game, and you go around Ooh, and you wow. you land on different harvest seasons. Uh huh. This is the corn season. I'm guessing Josh will be at home waiting for his mom to turn his head so he can stick his penis in various jars of food. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> How close am I, Josh? <laughs> Too close. <laughs> Josh, why is all the peanut butter in your room? <laughs> Where's the dog? No, seriously, what are what are you doing? Uh, I'm absolutely. I Crunchy absolutely did nothing. I actually had plans with Dave. Oh, oh Dave! Man. The we need to, get Dave. Love, we need to Dave, get Dave on the show. But Dave had a better offer. <laughs> so you get stood up by Dave. Yeah, I actually it happens quite a lot. He invites really? me to go to like U of U games all the time. Right, uh, right, right. And so like I'm like, okay, Dave, I'm ready. You know, let's yeah. go. Oh, I'm going with my friend. 
Or I'm going Aww. with one of my girlfriends. He has like... 171, whatever it is. So for people who don't know, if you follow Josh on Facebook or on uh, Instagram, primarily Instagram, yeah, uh, Josh has a friend, Dave, who is a special needs guy. Yeah, um, next door neighbor. Been oh, is he a next door neighbor? Pretty much. Uh, I one, didn't know he was a next door neighbor. One house over. Really? Yeah. I would have gone. I'm up there all the time. I, I need to go over and say hi. You, you do. He we would call Dave it. the yeah. gangster of love. Uh, every time I talk to Dave, he's got, you know, his his girlfriends, The um, this tally mm-hmm. of girlfriends has grown by like 600. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was, he was at 1,200 girlfriends the last time I talked to him. <laughs> That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, he's so, a ladies' man. He is. He is such an awesome, down to earth, just giving he's a great guy. individual. Yeah, and, really, yeah. really cool. Love guy. him to death. So you guys have a a play date that you two go and do. Yeah, we do and, usually, and then he he'll usually ditch me. You guys, <laughs> and really the play date winds up. You guys typically go to Walmart. Uh, yeah, and you go and to it, Black Bear Diner, or you go or, to IHOP, or Chili's, or Chili's, or Chili's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and Dave drinks his weight in punch. Gosh. <laughs> and you pay for it all, right? Uh, yeah, sometimes usually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good so, job. Josh. It's fun. Woo-hoo! We enjoy it. You are an angel. Seriously, he, uh, he's a good dude. He I, is I, an awesome dude. You guys went to Lagoon last year and you got him a Batman face <laughs> yeah, paint face job, and it melted. Yeah, and, and then it, it melted. Him, <laughs> is that what happened? I thought you just went on Rattlesnake Rapids or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it it got wet and it came out looking a little bit something like you, you wouldn't want to wear. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so funny. That's awesome. Uh, uh, so, so you got stood up by Dave. Yeah, I did. So no, you're not doing anything? Nothing. Nothing. Just, which usually Nan, is watch my, out for them jars. It's usually my New Year's anyway. I'm, I'm not a huge partier when it comes to New Year's. Yeah. I just yeah. don't like being out okay, for New Year's. So. so this is one of the first years that I am not doing anything. Yeah. Well, you should I'm come doing up. nothing. Go hang, yeah. Yeah. Go hang out with how us. Many, how, many j- how many jars of food do you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Bring your own. Bring your own peanut butter. Well, that's, not, that's no fun. BYOJ. <laughs> Uncle Nick, look, a deer. B-Y-O-J. Josh, open my peanut butter. <laughs> oh, man. So, that's so good. Yeah, normally I'm playing shows or I'm out doing stuff or, you know, there's we're doing bash music. Or, uh-huh. You know, there, there's something. But, uh, yeah, this year I got nothing. I'm, I'm sitting around with Ma. With Ma <laughs> sitting around with Mother. I love those kind of New Year's though. Yeah, just Shannon and I are yeah. just sitting around, you know, being old. You know, you guys are not old. Go um, order some extra crazy, crazy, crazy right? Yeah, and yeah. be in bed by ten thirty. Yeah. yeah. Do I want to do that? I gotta go back to work on things. <laughs> you gotta watch Seacrest. Everyone has to watch Seacrest. Mm. Do we have to? No. You kind of have to. Mm. Now Netflix has a thing now where you can play the countdown. Oh really? Yeah, that's, that's much better. I, yeah. I love all the movies where it's like if you start like your movie at this time, some event will happen. Like the Death Star will blow up right oh, at midnight. Or those kind of things. Those, those are so fun. Yeah, have you really? This yeah, is but, the first year that I'm not doing it because I've made my wife watch Star Wars a ton yeah, this month. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> So, Chandler, what are you doing tonight? I'm actually DJing a, a New Year's party up in Ogden. Whoa. Yeah, a big college party. So I'm dope. For a company called One Crew Events, and there's a bunch of different sponsors. Rockstar is sponsoring it, so it, it should be a it's lot of be fun. thousands of people. Yeah, they're yeah. expecting like, like five to 6,000, yep. so it it's should be, be fun. fun. I'm excited. Watch for the pictures. Yeah. I'll post them in the comment uh, group. That's, uh, so. That is something that is kind of weird, is not DJing on New Year's. That's a yeah. weird thing yeah. for me because that was what I did forever. But I'm I'm kind of nervously excited about having a night to not really do anything. Mm-hmm. Just you know, to, to just kind of sit around and you're, just kind of you're going to zonk TV. out by eleven. You think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I hope not. I probably will. If that's too. it, man, I, that's it, man. I'm, it's pajama jeans. That's what I'm doing oh, next. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If I'm out by eleven, you have my word. It's you know what I should do is just watch some Marvel uh, Marvel movies or something. We've been yeah. talking yeah. about yeah. on some Marvel movies. We really have, uh, yeah. Because we got to get going. We're, we've all committed to doing I've, this. Right? I've watched one and a half. Movies I've seen and? Captain America, which I actually really like. Captain America's good. No, that's yeah, a good one. I, yeah. I was I was a little surprised. I've seen Captain America. That's the only one I've actually I was a little really surprised seen. because I usually don't like a lot of the you know super superhero stuff, but mm. I love the backdrop of World War Two. Yeah, I, it's yeah. a cool idea. It's really fun. But then I started Captain Marvel, and it, it's taken me like three days to try to get me. <laughs> Get through like half. Of Is that, that your official review? It's a three-day movie. It's taking me three days. I get too bored. Uh, I guess that could be my official <laughs> review of. So Captain when I Marvel. was in junior high, we got to watch a movie because every kid was good. Okay, and our the periods in junior high they were like forty minutes long, and we would go to class every single day. You know, when you're in class, sometimes they stagger the classes. Yeah, yeah. So oh, you yeah. got a one, three, yeah, yeah. and five one day, and two, four, and yeah. eight, or two, four, they're, six. They're, they're AB days now, is what they call yeah. it. It's, yeah, it's AB split. Day. Okay, yeah. 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 So in junior high, we went to every class every day. And so I, this show, again, talk about being old. The movie that we got to watch was 9 to 5 with, <laughs> with Dolly Parton and, and Jane Fonda yeah. and Dabney oh Coleman. That was the movie. Why was this a movie that you'd show a bunch of junior high school kids? I'm in seventh grade. What do I care? Uh-huh. And so every awesome. day we got to watch a chunk of 9 to 5. <laughs> It took us thirty days wow. because we had the regular English class. Then we just we would just watch pieces of it, and by the time you get to the end of it, it's like you don't even know what's going on. That's kind of what I'm afraid the Marvel movies are going to be for me because I'm going to put in Ant Man. I'm going to watch ten minutes of it, and then I'm going to. Uh, yeah. like, nah, I started nah. Guardians and made it about twenty minutes in. And yeah, I was like, oh, oh, really? there's other I'm, stuff going I'm on. I'm glad I'm not the only one though that has that problem well, because it look, just is so hard. Josh, our audience loves Marvel movies. I know, and I'm giving Ronan it a fans good love shot. Marvel. We're actually, we're actually giving it a, a legit. Chance. I'm giving a legit. I don't get it, but I'm sure trying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same here. Same well, here. Yeah. I say I'm sure trying. I, I haven't actually tried yet, but I, I, w- I will. Maybe that's what I'll do tonight. Actually, Captain, Captain America. Start with yeah. Captain America. Yep. Um, I'm excited to to start watching them again because there are some that I do legitimately enjoy, uh-huh. and some that I am tepidly nervous uh, to <laughs> yeah. have to bear Get through, through again. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think I'm going to go out at midnight, start cranking off rounds with my Barrett. That should be fun. <laughs> yeah, that'll be cool, and uh, and then I'll just go crash. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, so Temple Night. Oh yeah, that was it was so, so much, much fun, fun when I got there after finding <laughs> parking. Well, yeah. an hour away. So first of all, we haven't had a chance to say thank you to those of you that showed up to Temple Night. People are asking, are we going to do it again? And the answer was an immediate heck yes, we are. Oh, absolutely. Uh, not a hell yes, but a heck yes, we are. <laughs> we are and, in and, sacred ground. And, and the, yeah. thing, the thing about, well, yeah, you would have known it with our people, though. <laughs> Josh. I think, so, Josh. I think, I think next, Josh. Year, next year, I am going for Joseph. <laughs> yeah? You're, you're going to make it all the way? Well, I mean, well hold on. Gonna, hold, okay, yeah. first of all, hold on one second. First <laughs> of all, uh, there will be no Temple Night next year. We're not doing it next year. We can't because there will be no lights. Well, the, there will be some no, there lights. Will be. There will be? Uh-huh. Yeah, I've, I've had a bunch of listeners saying they're not doing it next year. It's no. going to be very small. They're, they're they're reducing it, and then as they're working on the they're renovations, shifting it. they're shifting it oh, around. Oh, cool. Okay. Yes. Right. As long as there's the nativity, we're good. Yes. All right. Okay. Well, then the answer is yes, we are doing it. <laughs> Yay! 
uh, because everybody wants us to, to do it. So here's here's what happened. We picked a terrible night to try and do this. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do it much earlier next yes. year. We did it on the yeah. 21st of December, right before Christmas kicks in. A lot of us, myself included, Chandler included, we were that was our like our last day of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or it was the day before. And we did a couple of podcast episodes, and it made us a little bit late. And then we tried to get through the maelstrom of chaos that was downtown Salt Lake on the 21st of December Yeah, at the Temple. It was crazy. And a lot of people actually turned around and went home. So yeah, there's nowhere to park. Of, yeah, there was yeah. nowhere to park. Yeah. I got really lucky, can I just tell you? I, I got so lucky. We pulled into City Creek. And you know when you go down the hill at the City Creek, you, if you're outside of Utah, you probably don't know this. There's a, a real fancy mall in downtown Salt Lake called City Creek. It's right in the, it's right in the heart of Salt Lake. It's very nice. It's very shishi. And uh, I pulled into the parking tower, and um, I, there was a spot right, like, first stall next to the Nordstrom entrance. Wow. Within, like, I don't know, 20 so feet. Yeah. I walked 10 it's feet. A Christmas get, miracle. Uh, yeah, it was. We walked in. Well, okay, there were two old ladies that were pulling out of the spot. Yeah. And they, they weren't leaving. And so I sent Chandler. I went up and knocked on the window. On their door. Oh. I scared the living crap out of the poor lady. She was like putting on lipstick and like trying to figure out her GPS. And she like smeared <laughs> lipstick up by her ear. Oh, like, yeah. I am so sorry. It's I'm about, so sorry. It's like, about being self-aware. They saw us waiting for their parking yeah. spot. Uh-huh. And this dumbass gets in there and starts putting on her lipstick. Yeah. And yeah, there's and a big chilling, line of traffic. You know, it's, it's just like, hanging out yeah. and trying to program her GPS. She moved. Oh, okay. I'll tell you, Chandler scared her so I bad. Her she so, she I got felt the hell out of there. Awful, but uh, we got a spot. So <laughs> that's hey, what you got to do, man. When you're going, we need to make it to our listeners. When you're going to Christ's house, you you got to kick you got to kick a little ass. <laughs> you got to kick some people out. You know, you just got to move. Uh, so we we actually got a really good spot. See, that's we scared incredible. Two old ladies, because we had the opposite experience. Yeah, well, we, you dropped me off on the curb. We got to the first entrance, yeah, just as they're putting up a full sign. Yep. So we dropped Josh off on the curb. I'm like, hey, we're gonna circle around. Yep. Chandler says this parking lot's open on the west side. Uh-huh. Yep. We get to the front with the west side, and then right before we get in, they put in the full full oh sign my again. Gosh. Oh man! So we ended up parking like two blocks away. Oh, did you really? Yes. So that would explain because it was we had to wait for a while. Yeah. for you, I was screaming at Josh because we had just done podcast episodes. I'm like, Josh, you got to get in there. People are going to be waiting around. We're stuck in traffic. So Josh gets in there and sends us his frantic text. There's hundreds of people <laughs> no, in Josh, here. At the oh. tree. Josh calls me. He's like, Where are you guys? I'm like, Where are you guys? We're there's there's hundreds walking. of people we're, in here. They're surrounding me. We're walking through Nordstrom <laughs> and I hear Josh like off the one like, They're coming. And I hear <laughs> like hundreds of people cheer. I'm like, Oh my gosh! It was awesome. It was so cool. It was so fun. Yeah. It, it was amazing. We got in there. We got into City Creek, and um, there were tons of people that I'd never met before. Yeah, that have been listeners since they were kids, or or since I was a kid, and they've been listening for all those you know all these years. And I've never had a chance to meet them before. So there was people. There was tears. There were lots and lots of hugs. It was a really really special night. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's something I'll amazing. never ever forget ever in my life. That was yeah. that was the coolest night ever. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I felt a little weird because it was you know a lot of pictures and we were totally in the way. Hundreds of people in the way. Uh-huh. Um, some, of you, some of you may have seen the group text. We took that like right or the group the group photo. There were even more people that were still trying to park or had just gone straight to the There was a couple temple. hundred yeah. more people oh, than yeah. that picture. So it got so crazy, everybody got lost inside yeah. the temple. Yeah. So it became a logistical nightmare. Spencer, you got separated and lost. We actually got separated while we were with you, which is a which funny thing. How does that yeah, happen? We were at the back of the group and Chandler called and says, hey, we're on the south side. 
So we went to the south side of the temple. I'm like, we're going to the nativity scene. And there was like, yeah. it was so busy. I'm like, south side, we're going to the nativity scene. You went to the south side as we were moving from the south uh, yes. side. I just started oh, like so walking was a mess. with my crutch up in the air like no, a tornado. And I actually turned, I'm like, wait, there's a crutch. That's, that's Josh. <laughs> no, like, I had it, a whole was, group it was actually me. a great idea because yeah. the group was so big. Uh, I thought I was lost at times, and I was still in our group. I, I got yeah. the idea from uh-huh. Disneyland. A lot <laughs> no, of the sorry. Asians do that. Yes, yes they do. Yes, do they that. do. They yeah. do that, Josh. It's a great effect, I hear. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, at one point, though, I was walking. There was me and Ian, the token gay, and we were walking and and uh, just kind of catching up, and it's just old times. And then I turn around, and it's just me and Ian, the token gay. Everybody was gone. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Night of the Comet. There was nobody around. Like, Wait a and minute. Ian's like, what? <laughs> Ian's like, well, this is some bullshit. And I was like, Ian, we're on Temple Grounds, man. You can't. And so Ian and I hurried and ran trying to find. We lost Shannon. We lost Spencer. We lost Chandler. We lost yeah. everybody. Yeah. And it took us a, a minute to get back and find everybody. And then I got lost again. Yeah. I, I, I mean, got it, lost it was, repeatedly. It was crazy. Next oh, year, a couple times. Next yeah. year, we're bringing balloons. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's or, or, or lightsabers. Yeah. We just need to bring our oh, lightsabers. lightsabers. Each person gets a color. We'll take yeah. a group. So <laughs> shout like out that. to everybody who came out. Um, I, I felt this weird sense of obligation. Like uh, I kept saying to Shannon and to a couple other people, Angela. I said it to Angela. I was like, I feel like I need to be doing more. You know, because we're just kind of, I'm just kind we're of just walking hanging, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, that that's was what the night was designed. Right? Yeah, it it was, just, that's it all was, it was. It was so much fun. Just it was, to it was great. Talk with was great. so many of our listeners. You yeah, know, the gaunts. It, and, it was a lot of fun. Oh, and how so we didn't fun. get thrown out, I, I have no idea I because of there was an issue. There was an issue. Yeah, I felt bad for the. I did not put Josh up to this in any way. In fact, I had to go bring him back to reality. Yes. Josh and I were walking and we got talking and I said, "Hey, Josh, your cane looks kind of like one of those shepherd hooks, like the, no. like the, like the wise man." Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah. "Oh, it kind of does." I said, "You need to go out there. Go out there right now." And he's like, <laughs> and what? "No." There's a massive nativity scene if you're not from Utah. Like it's yeah, huge. Huge. Center, it's huge. Huge. long. And they do this mm-hmm. big nativity shows, and it's like this, uh, you know, the Mormon delivery, and it's like Joseph of Arimathea <laughs> came down from Galilee. <laughs> And his wife was great with child. And the lights come on. Yeah. yeah. And then Spies. shepherds were tidy, tidying their flock. And <laughs> and it gets like 10,000 people to gather oh, around yeah, this thing. Huge. And they watch it. And it's this big deal, right? Yeah. So I'm talking to Josh. And I'm like, you need to, you're the fourth wise man. Go out there. <laughs> and Josh is like, what are you nuts? I'm not going out there. I'm like, no, you need to go. You need to go out there. With his and boat? <laughs> And he's, Josh has got a boot and a cane, and he's in a hoodie. And the one that you're wearing right now, the, yeah, the, yes. it says "High on Life," and it's a stoned cow from like the Elmer's, Elmer's Glue logo. Uh-huh. That's my favorite. It's not a drug shirt. It's no. just you're, you're just, just high not, on life. Yeah, you're not sniffing glue. No, no, definitely. You're not. just high on life. I, I ate it as a kid, but that's a totally and, and different that, story. And this was your go-to hoodie for the temple. <laughs> yeah, it was. So it's so good. <laughs> So anyway, so Josh is like, I, there's no way. I'm, I'm not climbing out into the nativity. There's 10,000 people yeah. watching this. I'm oh, yeah. not going to do it. And I've got a whole group behind me. And, and Cam and Alexa Bingham, who are now our goblins. Cam, yeah, yes. Cam and Alexa Bingham. Cam yells, I'll let my Patreon pledge. And Josh goes, oh, man, I have to do it so, now. So Josh goes, damn it. I, another swear. At the temple. Damn it. I have to do it. And people are thinking Josh isn't going to do it. And then I start helping Josh over the fence. And I didn't hear this. Oh, 
I had a whole group with me, and everyone was in hysterics. We were howling. Shannon tells me people were shrieking. Yeah. I didn't hear it. Did you hear it, Josh? I heard nothing. Where were you, I Spencer, was just focused. We, we were on the south side of the temple. <laughs> I was I'm sorry, Spencer. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spencer was lost. I was just so focused looking for church security because my dad used to be an employee, so I know yep. what they look like. Yeah, and they're, and they're, they're, they're no joke. No, they're, they're, they're all ex-CIA, ex-FBI. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're very, very tough, church security. Yeah. And I thought to myself, we've got mm, a couple hundred mm, people with us. We've got maybe 10 seconds to pull this off. So yeah. I'm trying to help Josh over the fence. He's in a boot. <laughs> so I'm climbing over the garland. <laughs> and Chandler says people are shrieking. Everyone was, like, and, and Shannon's like, one guy's like, they're going to kick out 200 people. They're going to kick out that 200 people. No, that was Ian. Oh, that was Ian. Yeah, that said Ian that. was like, how are they going to kick out 200 people? There's no way. And he's so. like, go, go. And so people are now chanting. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, everyone was and laughing so hard until you got, like, because we were watching you trying to get over the rail, which was hilarious because you have a boot and you have a yeah. cane. And, or your Just crutch. waiting for me to fall. And then, you, and then you actually made it out and, like, there was, like, silence. By the time you actually got on the ground, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, he he's actually doing it. it. Yeah, well, he didn't at first because no. he was a, a wuss. So you went to so, kneel down outside of the, the You were right the next to the garland, and you were in the dark, and you kneeled down on the lawn, yeah. in the dark outside, just right next to the garland. We forced you, like, yeah, oh, you get forced out there! Yeah. Get out there! And so I started screaming at Josh, so he, he mildly walks center. over. <laughs> to the, and I could see people on the other side of the nativity, I'm and they're all, you. like, talking, like, is this part of the show? I don't think they can figure it out. I'm is telling this? you, I just did not want to be tackled by church security in a boot. Yeah. <laughs> and people are looking at each other like, is he? And like, who is he? And we had one of our like, there was some some guy who clearly wasn't part of our group. Like, he it's wasn't, okay, he's special. Yeah. And he's yeah. got a really fancy camera. And he goes like, hmm. And he's got like his elderly wife. And here, tick 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 tick. He's taking pictures of you. I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. And then we have one of our one of our listeners also. I, I can't remember. His it's name. part of the Tabernacle Show. Yeah, we we had lots of pictures taken of you, and we, we can post it for the promo. So we called oh. you the fourth wise man. Yeah, fourth and so wise you man. climb over the rail. And, and I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, the fourth wise man and Jennifer Stoddard, who was with us, is one of our one of our producers. Uh, she goes, more like wise ass. And, <laughs> and like the whole place, the entire visitor center went stone cold silent. Like birds stopped flying, traffic stopped outside. You could have heard a pin. not wrong. More like wise ass. And it was like, the only thing where we were missing was the needle dragging across the record. Like, because everything stopped. And oh, uh, Jennifer Stoddard and I kind of looked around. Yeah. And Jennifer's looking around and I'm looking around. And then I just went, Jennifer. <laughs> I threw her under the bus. Oh, oh, so awesome. No, we had a great time. It was a great it was, time. So yeah, yeah, it really was. Uh, we're going to, Joseph. we are going to do more Ronin events. Uh, hopefully a lot more really easy free Ronin events yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for everyone to come out to uh, throughout 2020. You know, we've done the Lagoon thing, but the Lagoon thing, while fun, was really, really expensive for oh, people. Yeah. Uh, I myself, it was like a $600 day just going to Lagoon. <laughs> so we, we've decided to kind of pull back on the Lagoon days just because it's so nuts uh, in terms of what it costs people to go. Yeah. But we are working on... Uh, possibly doing some stuff with our friends at Bout Time and yeah. our friends at Robintino's and working on some stuff maybe out in Wendover, doing a Ronin trip fun to Wendover. Bus. Fun That'd bus. be so cool. Yeah, so there's a lot of things that we are working on for uh, 2020 that everyone can, can attend if you want to. So I'm excited. Tons of fun. <sighs> yeah. And Josh will probably wind up in jail. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. Right. <laughs> nothing at all. I, I, think, I think you're... I think you're you, you, 
you got balls as big as church bells, dude. Seriously. Uh, I know. I was proud of you. Because you went out. And they were was really good. <laughs> and the thing that was so funny is that you kind of eased into being comfortable. Like, you, you got either that or you just couldn't stand up because of your boot. It, but he got down on one knee on the frozen grass, and he's 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 bathing in the blue light that's shining. Well, I figured down, if though. I looked like I was having a religious experience, they wouldn't tackle me. Yeah, and the <laughs> otherwise man. And so like, you're he's there. trying to steal Jesus. <laughs> and... and and then you just stayed. I know. <laughs> I thought he was like, okay, back. man, we got the picture. You can leave. I, He's just like, nah. I think it's because he couldn't get up. <laughs> it, it he was. just couldn't get up. <laughs> Everyone just leaves Josh. Bye. <laughs> All right. So, uh, okay. Uh, so now that the holidays are behind us, now that Christmas is behind us and everyone is back to work, did you guys do a New Year's resolution? That is the Chunga Poll for this episode of Radio Ronin. Ooh. Uh, poll can, yeah, please answer the Chunga poll at, uh, at, on our Facebook group, uh, Radio Ronin Goblins, Facebook. Uh, yeah, just, just hop on Facebook, search Radio Ronin Goblins. And yeah. all you have to do is just request to be joined or add, added in, and you have to answer one question, are you gonna be a dick? Just put no, and we'll yeah. let you in. And you're in. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of people joined over the holidays, so welcome tons, to tons, 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 tons of our fantastic. new people. Yeah. So you can uh, you can comment there. You can also go to my Facebook page or Instagram or Twitter or anywhere yep. else. We we get tons. We try to see all of them, and we will read the responses on next Monday's show. Cool. I yeah. So uh, not a creative jungle poll in any way. No, but it's, it's actually a good, really, it's a good one. No, it's really boring. standard. It's uh, it is a very boring question with hopefully lots of interesting answers. Uh, what is your New Year's resolution? What is it? What did do you set New Year's resolutions? If not, why not? Uh, like you that. can comment there as well. Cool. So, Josh, do you have a New Year's resolution? You know, I, I do. You know, with with my boot and having mm-hmm. had surgery, keeping me away from yep. running for a while. You yep. know, I've gained some weight, yep. and, mm-hmm. and I've lost a lot of my running mojo. Yep. I my biggest thing is I want to one run a marathon. Nice. So at the end of like September, I'm planning on running uh, the Revel Big Cottonwood Marathon here yep. in Salt Lake. Nice. Cool. Yep. Cool. Want to run 700 miles at least. Okay. Uh, and then I just, uh, I just want to get healthy. I just want to lose some of this weight. Yeah. I want to pretty just standard, get but I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, nothing I mean, too specific, way. but something that will keep me going. Okay, Spencer. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of started mine with my thirty for thirty after my birthday. Yeah, oh, which is yeah. awesome. So, you're so, I, so that's your New Year's thing. You're yeah, that, doing that's still okay. my New Year's thing. I, I read a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear every year between. Christmas and New Year's. You read it every year. Every year. Atomic Habits. Yes, it's all about setting the right goals because goals with a definitive end, like I'm going to do this, I'm going to run a marathon, not to like poo poo on your. Thanks for killing my goals. (laughs) Well, you killed them before they started. You're in a boot. You're in a boot. You're in a boot. 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 Try and catch me. You were the fourth wise man. It's okay. That's right. Anyway, if you set an end goal for, or a definitive end, yep. Then that that goal does you no good in the long run. Uh, but if you I base like it that. around, you're talking about That's the funny. infinite game. The infinite bit. game is what you're yeah, talking so about. Yeah. So if you yeah. you tie your habits or your goals into a habit change to an or evolving, tie it into your identity, who you are, so mm-hmm. you get intrinsic motivation from it. Yeah. Then those habits, those goals become habits, and those habits change your life. You're blowing my mind, dude. Right? That's really oh, cool. It's good. No, it's that's, good stuff. Like so too deep for the that's, show. That's a lot of what I've been doing. <laughs> so my, my big one is I want to lose weight. I, I stepped yeah. on a scale on my 30th birthday and I was like, oh crap, how did I get here? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm... I do I'm, that every time I see myself in the security cam at Walmart when I'm headed in for my little Debbie's. Oh, that's yeah. the worst. I know exactly what you <laughs> the mean. The little Debbie's. I was in the self-checkout and they've got that little camera that shines like right at your man boobs. <laughs> and I, I just looked over and I was like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> 
You crumple the little Debbies in your hand? No, I was like, next week. <laughs> yeah. Ring those babies up. This is my last uh, box, yep, I swear. Yep, exactly. And the cashier's thinking, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so that's your thing is just, just your yeah, 30 for 30. My 30 for 30, getting okay. those habits started. So like phase one right now has been getting my my food consumption under control. Yeah. So I don't want to just starve myself and <clears throat> yeah, like lose weight in an unhealthy manner. Yep. So I'm tracking, okay, how much am I losing per week? Is this healthy? Is this realistic? Yep. And just cutting back on what I'm eating. Okay. I like that. Yeah. And then phase right. two will be more spot checking, like the types of food. And then phase three will be introducing something new. So it's just That's small cool. little changes. That's exactly how I started my weight loss journey 10 years ago. That's how we started it's, last year. It's same exact way. And Chandler's killing it, man. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. Killing I know. It. I was going to say, you look way good. Thanks. I'm down Chandler 40 was pounds. Like a, Chandler was wow. a bona fide fat guy. Yeah, I was. And he's ripped now. Mm. I mean, I'm not I, ripped. Really, I'm really, well, compared to everyone else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, thanks. He's, he's doing I really well. Well, we noticed it yesterday. We were looking at old photos for promotional reasons. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we're like, holy crap, Chandler's changed. He's yeah, grown I was, up. I was yeah. chubby. Yeah. So, so that's my goal, too. It's um, it's something that now that, that I am aging and, and getting a little older, I, don't, I see other people that are my age, and I think I'm doing okay. But I don't want I – just, I just want to be healthy, and, and I've got a big old belly that I'm going to try and get rid of. Uh, and, and it's going to be really tough for me because I am a writer. That's my job. I'm, I'm a writer for a living and I sit all day Mm -hmm. and I have this nervous energy when I write Chandler knows this, Mm -hmm. uh, or when I produce music. I have the same thing. And you have to be chewing on yeah. something. I have to be chewing on something or I get writer's block. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing ever, but it's this weird quirk that I have. So I've always got to be chewing on candy or gum or uh, but even gum after a while doesn't really work. So it's usually like suckers of some sort that, you know, and for me, it's been yeah. the Mickey Mouse suckers that you buy at Disneyland. I have those things brought in. <laughs> I go through them so quick. Uh-huh. And, so uh huh. And so I've got to break all those habits. It's going to mm-hmm. be a thing. It's going to yeah. be, I'm going to be one crouchy bastard. So you got to bear with me. <laughs> yeah. But I, it's it's very much, I, I did very, very well for a time and now I'm not. And yeah. so yeah. And I don't want to be that way anymore. It's habit by habit. It. Totally. The the whole go in and change everything completely and go crazy just it doesn't work. It's not healthy. No, no. Yeah, and that's like that's <clears throat> one thing I want to talk about like with my goals too is because last year like I worked out a ton. I go to the gym every day, but mm-hmm. I eat awful still. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try and ease into being more healthy, controlling my portions, things like that. And because if you just jump right in, it never really works. So what I'm doing, and you gain no, everything yeah. right back. Uh, and and I think it doesn't work. What Spencer was saying, yeah, yeah that's exactly. exactly what you do. Because if you try and change everything at once, you're gonna have one bad day, and you're like, ah, oh, it's all down the drain. And oh, that's yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. That's totally me. I, I, I stress eat and I graze, right, yeah. when I'm writing. Oh, I'm a horrible grazer. So Horrible yeah. grazer. Yeah. Um, well, that's fun. So and that's, then work on Ronan like crazy. That's, that's are, my... are There's going to be a real focus on Ronan marketing and just building Ronan into the... So it's it's weight loss and Ronan. That's where everything's going. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I think, yeah. all of us here. It is, so. yeah. yeah. Well, and I've got, like I mentioned, my 30 for 30, they're split into two, two sets. So I've got 15 and 15. Uh-huh. 15 of them are personal goals and milestones I want to hit, and the other 15 are related to Ronan. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. See, I well, love and, it. And, and I just want to take just really quick, though, you know, especially with talking about fitness with Bod Goblin, you know, I encourage, well, all three of you 
you yeah. know, bring your fitness goals into the into the group. Mm-hmm. Everybody, yeah, you guys are hardcore in, in Bod Goblin. Yeah. I, why, yeah. I, look, I don't comment there because I don't feel like I'm allowed because you I'm not actually doing anything. Allowed, but I'm doing. I'm I'm watching everything that's happening in Bod Goblin. I check it every multiple times a day just to see what people are doing. I lurk. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so for people who don't know what Bod Goblin is, it's it's a separate Facebook group like the Radio Run Goblins, but it's just called Bod Goblin. B O D Goblin. All you have to do mm-hmm. is search, and it's all fitness based. Yeah, so just helping people do their weigh-ins. Every I guess week there's a couple and, of requirements to be in Bod Goblin, right? Where you have to post your weight so everybody no, can you see don't, it. You no, don't you don't have, have to. to. Oh, you don't have if you, to. But people want do. To, you can. Yeah. To, if if that okay, keeps it's just, you because I don't want to do that really, uh, but I do want to be accountable. So I got to so, figure out. What however, to do. you want to be held accountable. Whether that's at the end of every week, you said, "Hey, sack I didn't." Tap. Yeah. Sack tap. That's how I want to be held. <laughs> okay. That's how because I don't like those. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm just saying, I was, I was good on Get my diet. Get over here to daddy, Josh. <laughs> oh my well, gosh. I don't no have comment. my weight posted in Bod Goblin, but I do text oh, Josh. Oh, you're in there. Okay. Yeah, once a week, I'll text Josh and say, hey, this is where I'm at now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I should just do it. But you know, I, just be open with the listeners. However, you want to be held accountable, yeah. whatever your goal is. I mean, I love it because we, we a lot of us have just opened ourselves up. To, oh, and yeah. we're very mm-hmm. vulnerable. And, and the yeah. thing is, is we're so supportive of each other like kp brown is somebody that's in oh, there. yeah he's, he's killing it yeah he he actually won the star wars socks in the 12 days of christmas kp is yeah. one of the people that i have to meet this week to get him his socks um but i see him posting all the time in there and i find myself going just to see what kp because he's a great speaker and a great writer yeah and so i go there just to see what kp is saying mm-hmm. uh in bod goblin it's a cool group and it's one a thing, really cool group and one thing that we are all kind of doing and we're going to make this kind of a, a collective goal in whatever capacity whether it's just even being a fan yep. but we're all going to pick some type of event to uh, do the salt lake marathon whether it's the marathon yeah. the half the 10k the 5k cool the bike tour yeah. they have mm-hmm. a 10 they have a 10k uh rollerblading event even <laughs> yeah. yeah so we're gonna we're that's gonna, a little more my speed i got bad knees dude from the hockey which is, yeah. which is which yeah. is I don't like, know yeah. I, could, I don't know that I could run. You could a lot or of maybe people I can work up to it. What oh, if yeah. what if we got a wheelchair and I can push you? Yes, yes. I'll push you on the five k. <laughs> can we stop at Firehouse and grab a big sub? Oh heck yeah! <laughs> before we go, hey, it was at the Salt Lake Marathon about six years ago yeah. that I stopped like just short of the finish line and got myself a giant Slurpee. I remember this. Yeah, that's yeah. So I do awesome. remember this. Yeah, I got promotional that. pictures and everything that the the, the marathon used. <laughs> Wrong with Slurpee. I remember that. Yeah. Screw yeah. my PR. I need so, a blue Slurpee. So that's. It, but if so everybody go to Bod Goblin. If go you're sign interested, up. yeah, go sign up. It's yep. April 18th. Uh, I have a I have a coupon that you can use that gets nice. you 20 percent off. So cool, dope. So one thing we have not done. Uh, and we've screwed up badly is we've not thanked our producers. I know we no. need to. So oh. uh, we've got to thank some producers yeah. before we go any further. We, we're <coughs> getting me, uh, into our spoiler. We're getting into our Mandalorian and spoiler stuff. Oh yeah. We, we we're can't thanking everyone it. today. We normally think like half the people. We're thanking everybody. We're doing so it. A lot of we're thankful yeah. today. So we have Nicole D Hale. Yes. Charles Shagany. Jennifer Stoddard. Kelly Tapal. Did I say that right? No. I put yeah, a P it's, in it's there. Tapal. Tapal. You got it. You got it. Adam and Rachel Crump. David Kelly, Chaz Hill, Amanda and Travis Shields, Denver Robbins, Sean Anders, Marcos Lopez, aka Mr. Chill. Mr. Hey, Chill. I just just so you know, we're trying to keep this around an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, speed it up. I want you to screw up. <laughs> At 5KL. Yeah, Chris, Chris Lorchester. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm so glad I don't have to say his last name. Rocky <laughs> and Steph, Marta Lords, Dennis and Natalie Gaunt, 
Chaz Hip, Jennifer Kalkowski, Adrian Gray, Krista Windsor, Tiffany Conrad, Jordan Miller. See, Ryan, you know, Spencer's over there with his fingers crossed and his eyes closed. Hoping that like, you oh, mess up. He's up. doing I'm good. I'm listening close. Ryan Peterson. Yep. <laughs> good dude. Shauna Elman. Yep. Tracy Wilson. Amanda Sorensen. By the way, big up to Shauna Elman. She's out there in Palm Springs, I think, is where she's at. Oh, so. I think that's where she lives. Shauna, if you're not in Palm Springs, correct me, because every time I see your stuff, it's <clears throat> it's it, you're in Palm Springs. Yeah, it's like all, all nice and, yeah. It's Wasn't all it nice and desert in Palm Springs? Did she yeah. post a video of it? Yeah, yeah it was cool. Uh-huh. That's cool. We have Julia Irvin. There's a question mark in there. Snooty and Slackjaw Restaurant Review, Jim Smith, Brenda and Jordan Fairbanks, Carl Parkinson, Jessica Terry, Esther Burningham, how, how Stephen Ross. You, how many more do you have? He's and, and Brett Armstrong donating right. as Roe for ALS. Thank you, Stephen Ross. Bam! Yes. I'm not counting that as a perfect run because he took half a 2020 to read that. <laughs> Stop it. It's June. He, he, he got Stop through it pretty it. good, though. He He's still beating you, Spencer, I think. Uh, I could we'll, be see, wrong. we'll see how you do. All right. Spencer. So thank you to our producers. We have more thank producers you, to thank, thank, thank. And, of course, and more goblins. Yeah. Uh, much love to each and every one of you. And, again, all kinds of special new stuff coming up in 2020 so for Patreon. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Radio Ronin. Uh, okay, Mandalorian is done for the year. Yeah, People yeah. are canceling Disney+. Plus. Don't do it. It's stupid. No. Keep Josh, Disney+. Plus. You, it's great. Josh, did you cancel? No, I didn't. I saw it was a meme. Oh, that was a I meme. Shared. Okay, I, no, was, yeah. I would never cancel. I actually had somebody ask me, did Josh cancel? No. I was like, no, what? he would never do that. Nah. Yeah. That's the He's one. Like, that's don't the one cancel your Disney Plus. No. Support Disney Plus. It's I gotta get cool. through Marvel somehow. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Well, that's true. That's it's all on there. Yeah. Everything's on there. Everything's now, yeah. on there. Yeah. Uh okay, so I did not cancel Disney Plus now that the Mandalorian is over with, but it's gonna be a long wait. Oh, fall oh, wait. Fall twenty twenty. Fall of twenty twenty. Why do we have to yeah. wait so long? Because they're filming, man. Yeah, they're filming right time. now. Yeah. I want it now. So I think, what is it, November again? Yeah. Before yeah. it comes out? Yeah. He just said fall Jeez. 2020. Yeah, he, John but... Favreau posted on his Instagram. That's all we have. And uh-huh. He's like, Mandalorian season two coming fall 2020. Let's hope it's September. That's it. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So this is a spoiler episode for both Mandalorian oh, yeah. and the Rise of Skywalker. So we'll get to Rise of Skywalker in a minute. Uh, Mandalorian, what'd you think of the final episode? Holy crap, that was oh, good. My it was awesome. Good. It I was loved it. Awesome. It was great. I the loved only, it. Yeah. The only thing that was kind of let down is when they showed the Mandalorian's face. Like, uh, you thought that was a letdown. Well, I was watching it with my wife, and they pull off his helmet. She's like, "That's it. Uh-huh. That's all." But I was like, hoping it was going to be that Carson from Queer Eye for the Straight. I <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that have been. I would have been so happy. That would. I know. I knew who it was. Yeah, but well, a lot of people didn't I mean, know who. Well, it was. No, I knew who it was, but it just kind of it didn't fit. After like the, this image of who you have in your head of the Mandalorian, I wish they kind of yeah. would have left. Did you not know on. what he looked like? No, I did. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Oh, I see. From a yeah. show standpoint, you just think it yeah. would have been better to not have him take just off. not have him take off. Like if they would have panned away, like just don't like, show, show his the face. helmet come off. And, like they show the helmet like landing on the floor. Like yeah. he took it off, yeah. but they don't actually show his face. Yeah, I like that. That's, a, that's, that's kind of that would have been, been a cool been idea. That's fine. That's cool. I, I love that they're using military surplus from the Empire. Oh, yeah. I know. And Isn't that terrifying? So cool? Like one TIE fighter. One TIE fighter can be absolutely terrifying mm-hmm. in a world where the Empire doesn't exist anymore. Uh, I, I love that idea. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Or the walker. People were terrified of the walker. Mm-hmm. They're terrified of just one. You know, you go to the Star Wars movies or, or the Star Wars animated shows, and the TIE fighters are they're a dime a dozen. There, yeah, right? yeah. But the Moff uh, Gideon is flying around in just a basic TIE fighter, and people are absolutely like mortified by uh-huh. this. Uh-huh. Well, what I think they did really well is Moff Gideon comes in at the very last 
of the episode. The last two yeah. episodes. Yep. yep. Gus. He's still Gus. Yeah, he's, yeah, Gus, he's, he's, got, he's just Gus. Gus without an accent from Breaking Bad. <laughs> and they make him terrifying. Oh, yeah. He plays that role so, so good. well. Yeah. The question you're going to ask me is, can you trust me? No, you cannot. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's oh, so good. That was yeah. great. I love that episode, honestly. It's, it's great. great. IG-11 On- was awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right from the get-go, saving baby Yoda mm-hmm. um, and being so protective yeah. and then giving his life. Speaking, saving the Mandalorian, well, Saving too. the Mandalorian. Speaking yeah. of baby Yoda, have you seen how much crap Oh, Jason, Jason Sudeikis has gotten all oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, like, I, feel, I feel bad oh, for yeah. it. I sent him some, some hate mail. So, <laughs> again, you've got to remember, I, some of you are listening to this right now, especially if you don't have Disney+. Plus. you got to remember, this is the most popular show in the history of TV. It's not even close. No. There are more people watching every single episode of The Mandalorian than watched the last episode of Seinfeld. Or Game of so, Thrones. Or Game or, of Thrones. Yeah. Or it is by far, it's not even close, the most popular thing to ever grace TV. I love that. Uh, hundreds of millions of people are watching this. And I love that they are. But yeah, Jason Sudeikis was in a scout trooper outfit on a speeder bike and had kidnapped baby Yoda. And he's got him in a like a satchel. Yeah. 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 And Yoda's kind of, the, the baby Yoda, the child, is in there kind of making noise. And he punches the bag really, twice. really mm-hmm. hard twice. Yeah. Like, shut up! And he punches the bag. It's jarring. Yeah. It's yeah. shocking. We it's meant to be shocking. Went, oh, yeah. No. Like, audibly. Um, I, I couldn't Shannon believe. screamed, I'm going to kick his ass. You know what's <laughs> funny is... That opening scene, when you know who directed this episode, that scene makes so much sense. Oh, it totally does. Have you watched? No, who directed it? This was directed by Taika Waititi. Okay. Who yeah, voices he's done a bunch IG-11. Of them. Yeah, yeah, he voices 11. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or IG-11. But if you haven't seen any of his work outside of Thor Ragnarok, yeah. he's a really, really good director. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, there's a, a movie he does where the wild, or Hunt for the Wilder People, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and it's a lot of that dark New Zealand humor. It's okay. a really good movie. Huh. So when you know that he's the one directing and you see these stormtroopers interacting with, well, scout troopers. You don't know if they're actually scout troopers or not. They're wearing the uniform. Uh, the Empire is no more, yeah, and so they may not even be, they may not even be real stormtroopers. So the, they're just wearing. They're kind the of outfits. snarky with each other, which is way out of yeah. character for yeah. a normal yeah. stormtrooper. And their armor's all dirty when Moff Gideon shows up, and you actually see like legit stormtroopers. They could just be street perfectly thugs. clean, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I, I I think it's like regulations are gone. These guys aren't trained. Uh, I think it's pretty. cool. Yeah, they're not trained, but I did love the like the <laughs> they the throwback the to the shooting the target <laughs> oh, it was right so there. So good. <laughs> Yeah, that was. I, uh, I laughed. That was. That awesome. was really funny. So I will. Yeah. I'll hand it to Taiko Waititi. He knows how to handle humor, and balance it well against in a dark story like in that. A, in a dark story. Yeah. So Baby Yoda's alive. Baby Yoda was not killed. Um, Quill, the Ugnaught, Nick Nolte yeah. is dead. Is dead. Yeah. That sucks. Uh, He's we, such a good character. Yeah, too. that's terrible. Ig Eleven dies in this one. Ig Eleven yeah. dies oh. again. Again, yeah. Like, but but this time, there's no coming <laughs> like, back yeah, this time. This was yeah. self-destruction. Oh, yeah. I, the pieces of IG-11 landed in my backyard. <laughs> like that's how, that's how bad that explosion was. I, I heard a thud, and I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. IG-11. Land, Holy crap, though. His David. sacrifice. I actually felt something. I know. Cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And Quill. I mean, these Yo, characters. Yeah, Quill. Like, oh, Quill. Oh. The but way I, they've been able to make someone invest in two characters in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, props to John Favreau. It's so oh, good. Yeah. Excellent writing. Uh, but the other thing, you know, I have to tell you, a, a character like IG-11 that was... Uh, IG-88 was the original time you, you saw this type of... 
bounty hunter in Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. It was called IG-88. Uh, I had the uh, the the uh, action figure for IG-88. Was always fascinated with him because he was just basically an extra. He just stood yeah. in the background, yeah. just a guy in a robot suit standing in the background, and that was that was the end of it, right? Um, but I was always fascinated with those bounty hunters and the fact that John Favreau is so ingrained in the Star Wars universe and what fans are looking for. I thought that was so cool that they brought not only him but Bosk and some of the others back. Yeah, uh, to be in this, there was there was. Uh, I mean, talk about great fan service. You know, that's how you do it. So excited. Yeah. So excited for the fan service. My two favorite scenes, I just have to give a shout out to these scenes. Okay. The first is the when IG 11 just barrels into the city and it's like tearing it up. Oh, when he's on the speedway bike? Yeah. And he's just shooting everyone. That is just such a cool scene. And he's flipping Baby Yoda around from the front to the back to protect him. Baby Yoda is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. The second coolest scene to me was when the Forger took out like those six stormtroopers. Oh, with a hammer. With the hammer? I know. Oh, oh yeah. So sick. I forgot about that. It, she hits him in the face and you hear and like you crack s- and you see his face underneath the mask. Yeah, you see like the face crack off. Oh, it was <laughs> the, the helmet. The helmet, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh. I gotta go back so and cool. rewatch that scene. Yeah, I, 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 I want to so go back fast. and watch the entire series like from start to finish. Yeah, yeah no, that was I, such I a good one. Uh-huh. Are people doing that? Are they, been, are they going back and binging it? Oh, yeah. Are I know. I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Um, so I can't wait for season two. Well, huge success. And the, the setup that they have for season two oh, yeah. with, with oh. Moff Gideon coming out. And the Darksaber. The Darksaber. Darksaber, possibly Boba Fett. I mean, yeah. there, there's a lot. A lot so, of people have asked me about the Darksaber and and listeners that, that haven't seen it. It comes from the animated series. Yeah, yeah it does. Yes. Uh, Rebels. It's, yeah. It's, uh, it's not a lightsaber. No, but it comes from it the is, Jedi. Actually. It, it comes is. from the Jedi it's a little bit Mandalorian. Different. If I if my reading is correct, yeah. it's a little bit. It's not like a traditional Jedi lightsaber. No. it's yeah, it's kind of complicated. But. So it was owned by a Mandalorian, Mandalorian who was a Jedi, and then came back to rule Mandalore as the Mandalore, the leader. Oh, okay, yeah. and so that's and why then, it has like a curve to it, like a traditional yeah. sword, and it's yeah. It doesn't and it's, can it expand and contract like a yes, no, de- depending okay. on how you want to use it. But it's been passed down. From generation to generation, yeah. whoever's the leader of Mandalore, it's a black lightsaber, essentially the yeah. dark saber. Well, and Moff Gideon yeah. wiped out Mandalore. Like that's mm-hmm. what he did. So yeah. that's how he has it. So oh, see, I didn't even no, realize so that's that. Like, it's like yeah. the, that's the the like the biggest middle finger to story. Mando that he has that saber because I mean he killed everyone on mm-hmm. on okay. Mandalore. Yeah, so it's, it, it's, it's interesting to see how this is going to set up because I think it's setting up to where Mando will eventually be the leader of the Mandalorian. Yeah, and try and start it back. Um, yeah. Also, yeah. what yeah. if Baby Yoda becomes a Jedi Mandalorian? I don't I mean, think he's that's a possible, of, is it? Well, yeah, he's a, I don't know. Well, he's a part of the clan of two. Yeah, right? yeah that's yeah. true. And actually. he's and he's a he's his father. I did think it was interesting that the Forger re- referred to the Jedi as the enemy, though. Yeah. Did you notice yeah. that? Well, that's because they had a huge war between that original Mandalore Jedi uh-huh. and the, the movies. The actual, yeah. That was like a long time ago, though. Yeah, right? it was mm-hmm. a long, long time ago. And okay. they, there's just this disdain from them. From that point until Star okay. Wars Rebels. Yep. Okay. All right. I do find it a little bit weird that so many people don't know what the Jedi are or what the Jedi stood for or what they used. And they don't understand the Force in the Mandalorian. Like they, they don't even know what it is. I find that a little weird, honestly, especially if their leader was a former Jedi. You would think that they would know that. That's the only complaint that I have yeah, about the, it. The way I had it explained to me, and this is a shout out to my buddy Jordan who's a huge Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Because I was complaining about the same thing. He's like, think of it this way. At the height of their ability, there was only like 10,000 Jedi. Yeah. Across thousands of planets. Right. The likelihood of any of some of these planets even having a Jedi visit 
is extremely low. So, so there are that's some a good areas point, yeah. everybody knows. What yeah, they're they are, already but legends if you're in the to outer begin rim, with. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Well, all right, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I mean, that's a fair, that's a fair enough argument, actually. Uh, season huh. two, season um, two, season two. Okay. Yeah. Know, right? no, no, I know. That's it's going to be a long wait. Yeah. Um, okay. So before we go any further, before we get into the rise of Skywalker, which will take a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, we need to thank another round of producers. Let's get to it. Here we go, Spencer. And I'll get this done before twenty twenty one. I don't need, I don't need do. to. Spencer I don't need to sake. cross my fingers. I know you're going to mess up. Christine Davidson, Jerem living in Brazil, Thurston, Tom Jessup, Doctor Steve McCliff. A McCliff Dentist, Travis Gustafsson, Steve, Steve McKiff Dental. I stand. And he, he was the, the he was the winner of the Atari, and he sent a picture in the uh, in the Goblin Group. Uh, yeah, all these kids right. with the Atari, and it was like the cutest picture ever. So. I guess the I guess the Atari that he won went under the tree. Yeah. So uh, Steve, let awesome, us know Steve. how the uh, how the games went over. Yeah, man. yeah. Reagan Wing. <laughs> <laughs> You're walking home, Josh. Uh. Wouldn't be the first Reagan Wing, Samantha Nilsson, Easton and Natalie Bingham, Shane K. Daniels Jr. Thank you for the Christmas cards, by yes, the way. Oh, yeah. thank, thank hey, you. thank you, Shane K. Daniels Jr. My card is on the fridge. Yeah. The golden voice of Radio Ronan. Yeah, Ken, Ken Kruger. Jared Snow, Karina, Joy Hunsaker, MCAT, Josh Burr, Doug Smith, Cryokiss.com, Fat Freezing Kiss Your Fat Goodbye, Ben Gunn, Amy B, Philip Nielsen, Jeremy Big Sexy Adams. Woo! Dr. Gill, Joseph Fricks, Andre Peterson, Alexis Bartholomew, and now for our super producers. Yes. Hey. At 2020, Stacy Schreiber. Nice. <laughs> at 2022, Holly Jolly Christmas. At 2319. <laughs> I, like I, I can't remember if that's Andrea Dare. <laughs> yeah, Andrea, she is. changed her name on the thing. She said she's going to change it again, too. Okay. At $25, Haley and Michael Curtis. Yep. At $28, Scott and Kirsten, Kristen Foster. Nice. Thank I you. I need an air horn after these. $28.13, Jolene and Grant Jones. Coming in at $30, Jordy Carroll. Yep, Jordy Carroll. And at a whopping $39.98, we have Jaron Cahoon. Hey! I don't know where that came from. I don't know what that is. I'm all the way impressed, though. (laughs) Sports chants. Oh, is that what that is? Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, because of you two, I had a lot of people at Temple Night saying, hey, can we get some sports? As they should. Do you guys want sports on Radio Run? Let us know. Because we haven't been, we've been staying completely away from politics. We've been staying completely away from sports. I don't know that we're going to do politics anytime soon. I don't know that that's that's what people are here for. Uh, Do people want sports? Big sporting yeah. events. Right. Big sporting events. January thirteenth yeah. is the national college championship. Super Bowl in about a month. I will say okay. this about politics: I am tired of seeing shit about the tax reform. I'm oh, just tired yeah. of it. <laughs> I I would pay higher taxes just to have you guys shut the hell up. <laughs> okay. I I I am all about that. Go away. I'll pay them. I'll I'll pay the higher taxes just so I don't have to worry about your damn petition. <laughs> all right. It might it might save a lot of money. It's, it's just annoying. Yeah. As I yeah. want to watch Elf. Leave me alone, money nerd. <laughs> so, um, okay. So, Rise of Skywalker. Spoilers. This spoilers. will be spoilers. a spoiler review. Spoilers. And goblins will read your names after that. So, I'm sorry if you don't want to hear. Oh yeah, goblins! Your names are being read after the spoilers. So well, we, if they, we love you. It's been long enough now yeah, that I think everybody's had a chance to see it, right? I think the bigger spoilers were Mandalorian. Um, okay, so uh, if you re- recall our last episode. Uh, Spencer's quote was, I can't believe it, the bastard did it. Yes. And you were so excited you loved it. I was. It. 
I am. Josh said I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Uh, Tim sent me a text, Tim Hemingway, and said, did they see the same movie that I saw? Because I, I don't... I, I, he liked it. Don't get me wrong. He liked it. But he um, was far more critical. And I was like, Tim, shut up. I don't want to know anything about this. I want to, I want to go in. I want to take a look at this. Because you guys loved it. You, you came right to the house from seeing it. Yeah. And the first thing you did was you left the theater. You came here. We did Radio Ronin. Mm-hmm. So you guys loved it. I had to wait a couple of days. Uh, Chandler and I had to wait a couple of days yeah. to see it. Um, can I say this? This is a, a spoiler episode of Mandalorian and Rise of Skywalker. I want to stress that again. So if you don't want to know, you got to tune out right now because we're going to get into this. Before I can say positive or negative, I, I think I need to see it again. Yeah. I don't know, there's, there's so much yeah. there. I mean, there's so much there. Well, yeah. And like I, I did say, if you I'll go tell back you this, I, I liked it a lot better than The Last Jedi. Yeah. I'll tell you yes. that. If you go back to our original review, I did say this does have pacing issues. It feels like two movies smashed together. Mm-hmm. It does. And yeah. I wish they had done a part one and a part two. Okay. Well, know this as as I'm going forward, I, there was an awful lot to like about this movie. And for me, as, me personally, there was an awful lot to hate about this movie, too. And I'm trying to weigh, am I still going to hate the things if I go watch it again? Am I still going to like the things if I go watch it again? So how do we break this down? I don't know. Do you want to talk about the stuff that Chandler and I liked first or the stuff that we didn't like first? So here's how I think we should do it. Let's, let's start with the stuff that we didn't like. Okay. Um, and then get that out of the way and then we can end on a positive. Yeah. Okay, like Chandler, was there anything good. you didn't like? Um, the pacing at the beginning was... It was a little rough. Yeah. Uh, for mm-hmm. as people know, like for the big boy job, I, I'm a video editor, so that's something like I really like. You key in on. I key in on like crazy. In the first, I don't know, 30 minutes, I'm like, this is so rushed. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's crazy. There's scenes with like Ray and Kylo Ren, and Ray. You can see it's it's called a, a two shot or a dirty single is what it's called, and it's the back of Ray's head, but it's focused on Kylo Ren's mm-hmm. face. And you can see Ray's mouth moving, but there's no lines from Ray. So you can tell like they were grabbing any shots they could, and it, it was just a little. Out of, the editing wasn't great oh, okay, in the beginning. Yeah. And it kind of took me out of the story. Um, something I really didn't like, and I know there's nothing they could get around this other than to cut the character was Leia. I thought her lines and, and her. Yeah. He didn't like. Yeah. Leia. I didn't like Leia because I didn't either. Ray's actually. like talking about this big, you know, huge moment about lightsabers and things like that, and it cuts to Leia, and she goes, "No." And that's because it. That's all they had. And that's to work all they, they had. had you know, yeah. and I know they're doing it the best they could, but it, it felt so <clears> disjointed <throat> because of that. When I'm like, if. I don't know. Show the back of Lay's head and have someone do voiceover. You, know, you guys could have done a you know, little bit that, different. That is something I did say. Is yeah. I kind of wish they would have just let her go to rest. Yeah, and they're talking about like you know BB-8 and all these droids being gone, and Lay's like, "Can't trust a droid." No, and never. What does that have to do with it? It had nothing. They just grabbed the line. There was like something in there yeah, that and just like, never came oh, to this, fruition. This doesn't really work. It was the Do Droid. Yeah, it was the little rolly guy. Yeah. So they were trying to they were trying to be foreboding about. Uh, They're trying to foreshadow some minor plot point. Or foreshadow, they, excuse me. Yeah, they put in to justify that line. And and the thing I'm having a hard time with is after we watched the movie, I've been researching a lot because for me, like I actually like the movie, and we'll we'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah. Chandler, Chandler, liked I it. actually liked it a lot. Um, but the things like Lando and, and the girl who he's talking with at the end, that's his daughter. It, it's in like the books and everything really? like that. That's his daughter. It's in the expanded universe books where it has like all the diagrams. So there was some uh, there was some fan service there that you. Had that's to his really daughter that was taken story. as a stormtrooper away from Lando. There's a whole scene that got completely cut. Oh, that makes so there's sense. like a lot more in there that makes more sense. But that makes a lot. But of it sense. wasn't. It wasn't. It's in not the in the show. movie, you know. And I, I don't know. I don't know if that became just 
I, for time or what? But they cut way too much yeah. from this film. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I kind of so, feel like they set that up to be some type of you know like Rogue One movie. Well, maybe they, maybe. maybe they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just yeah. I, I thought the pacing was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they could have done more. The thing that I didn't like, and I know Chung and I will talk about this further, is I didn't care about these characters. You know, it's like when Kylo bites the dust and Ray bites the dust mm-hmm. and like all these certain things. Like, I didn't feel anything. But when Quill died in Mandalorian, I was like, oh hell no. Yeah. Uh, I, I felt yeah. that, but with these characters, I'm like, I don't really care. You know, I'm yeah. not invested in them. See, I feel so, like in this movie, you start to get to care for these characters, and they needed you another know, movie which to is get great. there. You Can start I, on movie yeah, three. Sorry, let me, to, no, let me jump in because I, I I'm going to get to something there. So here's what I didn't like. Okay, um, well, first of all, let me let me preface this saying I, it's going to sound like I'm really dumping on this movie, and I'm not. I promise you, I'm not. I can't make a determination yet. Yeah, because there was a lot of stuff. I was teary-eyed three times in this movie. Well, and we you don't get teary-eyed three times in a movie if it's a bad movie. Yeah, I don't care right? who you exactly. are. If it's a bad movie, that doesn't happen. Okay, so please know this going into this. I I I will say that I liked it. I just don't know how much. Okay. Well, and we, right. we did say we we're going to so, start with the negative stuff first. We're starting so with the negative yeah. stuff first. So keep in mind, I'm a writer. That's I, I'm a professional writer for my job. That's you know Chandler was talking about what he did. I've written six full feature films. I've sold four of them. Film writing, script writing is a very difficult thing. It takes a long time. It's a hard thing. It's something I'm very proud of that I've actually written and sold movie scripts. Um, <clears throat> So it's hard for me to separate that oh, yeah. from what from what people that aren't writers are watching. Mm-hmm. So I'll say this: I'm really, really happy that people are that more people, I should say, are enjoying this than Last Jedi. I think yeah. they should. Uh, it's still very polarizing. It's still getting killed in a lot of circles. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people that are. Furious. You know what I'm noticing is it's the people that liked the Last Jedi hate this one. There's, there is some of that. Uh, I hated The Last Jedi, and there's some issues that I have with this. And, and let me just kind of go through them. Okay. Issue number one um, starts with J.J. Abrams. Now, keep in mind, J.J. Abrams didn't want this movie. He, this was something that he had to do. This was panic fire. Yeah. He yeah. had to yeah. come in when Colin, uh, Colin What's-His-Face was thrown out, uh, and he had to fix... Everything in Last Jedi, he had to fix everything that Colin Trevorrow did. Is that his name, Trevorrow? I think so. Yeah, Colin um, Trevorrow. Yeah. And 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 now that I've seen the movie, I've gone back and taken a look at some interviews and have read because I want to make sure I get this review right because we have so many Star Wars fans. It's a big one. It. It's a big one. Huge. It's possibly the biggest review we'll do yeah. on yeah. this show, honestly. And I, Chandler will tell you, I've agonized over it. Oh, yeah. Because I don't yeah. want to be some hipster dickhead that comes in here and just starts going, eh, it's crap. It's yeah. crap. I, it, it wasn't good. And da 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 da. I don't want to, but if it's not good, I want to be able to say it's not good without without being that. So I've, I've put a lot of thought into this. And so I've gone back through and read a bunch of interviews that J.J. Abrams and, and uh, Chris uh, uh, Terrio. Is it Terrio? The guy who was the co writer. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Chris Ter- Terrio. They wrote this script, and I can tell from the interviews that they hate this movie. Yeah. I can tell that J.J. hates this movie. I can tell that Chris Terrio hates this movie. I can tell that this is something that they just simply wanted to get over with. Uh, I yeah. saw an interview with J.J. Abrams going, look, people, there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to like this. There's nothing I can do about it. And, and you know, you read between the lines there, and it's like, look, I inherited a mess. It's still a mess. Mm-hmm. It's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. I did the best I could with it. I need to walk away from this now. I, I didn't want to be here. Yeah. 
You know, this is something that I had to do because uh, of a couple of reasons. And I have some background in this working in the system, working in the Hollywood movie system. I, I kind of know how this works behind the scenes a little bit. JJ doesn't want to piss off Disney. JJ, he doesn't want to piss off Lucasfilm. He wants to be a team player and he wants to make his actors happy. Yeah. So uh-huh. there's a lot of people saying, well, there was too much fan service in this movie. There's a lot of fan service in this movie. Uh, I couldn't disagree more. I think there should have been more fan service it's in this movie. It's the swan song. It's the swan song. Yeah. So yeah. I think there should have been more. And not only that, I think there was a lot of actor service in this movie. Oh, totally. There's a lot of JJ trying to do make goods with the actors so they'll work with him again on other totally. projects. Mark Because we look at like Mandalorian, yep. that's true fan service. Yeah. Like that's oh, how yeah. you do it in the Mandalorian. There was none of this that in This was JJ Jedi. trying to make, uh, trying to make um, uh, Poe Dameron happy and trying to make Finn happy. Yeah. John Boyega and, and what's his face? Oscar. Isaac. Oscar Isaac, thank you. Uh, trying to make those two guys happy. And I have to tell you, out of all the new characters, the ones that I think did the best was the, uh, the, the were written the best, that came off the best, were Chewie and Poe and Finn. Yeah, I think that, yeah, yeah they totally, did great. They did fantastic. That, that was, I love Chewies. There isn't anything I can complain about with regard, and, and I'm surprised, but I thought the tension between Poe and Finn was great. I thought Chewie being there was and having the relationship that they had with them. Mm-hmm. I did have a problem with Poe. All of a sudden, Poe has Han Solo's backstory. Yeah. And this points back to J.J. Abrams. Yeah. So let me go back to my original point. J.J. Abrams is a shit writer. He's terrible. As a writer, he's horrible. Yeah. And I, I can't... I can't stress that enough. He's got problems universally through Mission Impossible, through Lost, Star through, Trek. Uh, through Star Trek. He has the classic shitty writer problem every bad writer does this and he does it in spades and that is he over explains things that don't need to be explained and he mm. under explains things that do need to be explained and he oh, yeah. doesn't know which is which yeah because he's a bad writer so he can't figure out oh okay well this is a crucial part i need to really spend some time on this as a writer and as a director, this is where the focus needs to go. So instead, he's going to put stupid shit in the movie like Finn all of a sudden having the Force. He's going to put dumb stuff in there that makes no sense like Dio and the the thing with Leia. There's a bunch of just live wire, loose ends, open-looped nonsense in this thing yeah. that goes nowhere. So what I would say overall is this movie is an unavoidable because of what he inherited and the fact that he's a bad writer. Is an it's an unavoidable, barely controlled mess from front to back, from start to finish. It is an out barely controlled, nearly out of control mess. I don't know that it could have been anything other than this, but yeah. the movie's a mess. Now it sounds like I'm saying, like again, I'll go back to my original statement. I actually did like this movie, but there were huge parts of this where I was just like, "You have got to be kidding me!" And one of the ones that I'll point to is. Again, it points back to bad writing, okay? Why have the Emperor... Imagine, imagine this. It's 1989 through 1995, okay? Think back to that period in your life. Everybody listening right now, think back to that period in your life. Now, think about what would have happened to the planet. What would have happened to the world if all of a sudden Adolf Hitler is alive and is relaunching the Fourth Reich, not relaunching, but now launching the Fourth Reich. Mm-hmm. What would the world have done? What would the world had done if all of a sudden that was something that was legitimate and was happening? Well, the world would come together and put it out. Everything would stop. Yeah. There would be this unified 
massive outcry of just crushing this person and just making sure it, the entire, it would change the course of human history had this happened. So you have this character in Emperor Palpatine. They have found out he's alive and it happens before the movie starts. You brought him back in between the last Jedi in here. They already know he's alive and some people don't know. And when they do find out, it's like, oh, shark. She, 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 you know, they, mm -hmm. they just, they, I'm trying not to swear repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are, we, we talked about Temple Square and swearing. So yeah. They, they, uh, they, it's all, you know, go, go watch that scene yeah. when Palpatine is back. They tell Ray Palpatine is back and she's like, dang it. It's, it, 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 yeah. it's just, it's yeah. one of those things as a writer that I can't get past. You mm. have Palpatine coming back. That's the swan song. That is your movie. There is yeah. nothing else. Well, There's nothing else. Everything pales in comparison to that. And I think this goes back to the fact that he had to fix that whole trilogy. I think the original trilogy arc, and you can see remnants of it planted in the Force Awakens yeah. here. But is, you don't have to. You could. You can't. You, yeah. you may feel some sense of obligation, but J.J. Abrams had full authority to go. Look, this is how we're ending this. This is the direction we're going. You have Palpatine come back at the beginning of the movie, and that becomes a mandate for every character arc from front to back. It's not one of these things where it's like, oh, well, okay, we're going to have Chewie get kidnapped, and we're going to have, you know, Ray be the granddaughter. Oh, yeah. I'm still confused by how that even happened. Can I, can I just tell you what went through my head when he was like, Ray, I'm your grandfather. You know what went through my head? Palpatine with his robe pulled up and his gold toe black dress socks on and no pants, <laughs> knocking some boots, you know, getting busy, you know, trying to hold his hood up while he's holding up his skirt. I, I just like I had the worst vision ever. I have some subreddits for you where that's been discussed. At I don't length. know how did that. How, who's going to hook up with the emperor? First of yeah. all, how is this? You know, where, where does this come from? And yeah. then I'm confused because then he also said that he was Skywalker's family. So there was mention of that in there too that that, that he was Anakin's father or well, something. Well, that's been like a, that. a fan theory and for, for in, a while, yeah, for a yeah. long the extended time. universe mm -hmm. that he was the one that created Anakin. So, so in that case, Rey isn't a Palpatine; she's a Skywalker. If if the Emperor can, that's again Ooh, that's your movie. Cousins. Star that's Wars your movie. Yep. Every single one of these guys <laughs> is all tied together. Why is that just kind of a glossed over, passed over kind of thing? Yeah, okay. And it went by so fast. I was almost like, yeah. I wish I had a rewind button to go catch what the hell he just said. Because they just moved past it so quickly. Yeah. Well, and then right? everything with her parents and everything was really glossed over. And it's, it yeah, was, and it's yeah. like, well, who, it's was this? who are these guys to the mm -hmm. emperor? Who is this? Was it like Shmi? Did he just implant That's some sort of thing? It was muddy and it was messy and it didn't make a lot of sense. And that's one of the reasons that I have to go back and rewatch it and look for certain things now. Yeah. Right? Well, because I, it went so fast. And I think if JJ would have had a second movie, like if he had control over the last shot, I think that story arc would have been explained in the second movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was so rushed because they didn't have any time. And, and obviously he could have done it in a much better way than he did. Um, but I don't know. It's, there was no reason for Carrie Russell to be there. 
None. No. Uh, Why introduce a new character? J.J. Abrams' friend. Right. Yeah. Actor yeah. service. Exactly. Yeah. It's actor service. There was absolutely no... And I love... I'm a huge Carrie Russell fan. We had her on the radio show. She's been yeah, she's great. She's awesome. She was great to the show. All the way back to Felicity. She was awesome in The Americans. Uh, she's fantastic and very underrated as an actor. There was no reason for her whatsoever to be in this movie. No. None. Uh, it's like Benicio Del Toro in the last one. Uh, there was just a lot of wasted screen time. And they were trying to shove so much into this movie that you could have taken out huge arcs, huge things, and then gone back to what I said. Have the Emperor come back on screen. Have that develop. You know, there were cool little elements that went by that I bet people never even saw. Clone, the, Snoke was a clone. He was a puppet of Palpatine. You yeah. can see like yeah. five Snoke mm-hmm. clones in a jar. Yeah, and in, just in Palpatine's there. little layer that he has. Yeah, there's yeah. like five dead Snokes, and they're all in this jar, which is weird, this big vat. Yeah. And they're all just kind of floating there. I thought that was so cool. There were all kinds of different things that they could have focused on, but they chose to focus on nonsense. And this is, you know, I said this to Tim. I said, look, they, they have the, I think I said this to you guys too. They have the passion. They have the talent. They have the, the know-how. They definitely have the budget and the access to the actors to tell the story that needs to be told at any point because there were flashes of it in this movie. Yeah. And they chose not to, which tells you what? This story, not necessarily the Mandalorian or the Obi-Wan or the, uh, the Cassie and Andor story or whatever is coming down the pipe, but this story, the Skywalker saga was put in the wrong hands completely. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, all three of these movies, Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, The Rise of Skywalker, don't exist. I'm just cutting it off at The Last Jedi and just, my opinion, they should have never made these movies. They shouldn't have been made. The way 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 they did them. Yeah, it's it's Luke's and Anakin's story. Yeah, yep. that's and you have all these other characters, and it's like you can't really care about them. And I think that's why, like Rogue no, One, I, Rogue One's working. Aren't in it. Yeah. Rogue One's a new story, new characters. Yeah, it's kind of tied into you know the Death Star and all that stuff, but it's new characters. Mandalorian is totally working because it doesn't have that overarching like Luke and Anakin thing. Mm-hmm. They're trying to piggyback on that, and they're not. You know, there's no Luke in this. There's no Anakin. It's I don't know. Yeah. It feels so disjointed and like it was weird. These shouldn't have been made. I don't think this way. You at know, least. and yep. this is going to be kind of. A tangent, but I think how the the story was supposed to play out, and you're right, JJ should have done better at saying, "Okay, my plans have been scrapped. I can't shove it all back in there." Yeah, but I think what was supposed to happen is in the second episode, that was supposed to be when Palpatine comes back, Ray finds out that she is Palpatine's granddaughter, and it plays out there, and that ends on that Empire Strikes Back note of, "Yeah, crap, what are we going to do? The no Emperor's hope. back, and then, and then the Emperor is back for the next one, and all and the Emperor's back fight, for the next yeah. one, and she's training with Luke." And huge spoilers for the end of this movie. I th- I think what was supposed to happen is Luke was supposed to be the one to give his life f- essence to save Ray and Ben. Yeah, and See, that, that okay, would have been awesome. That would have been, been awesome. fantastic yeah, send off for Luke. So the other yeah. thing, the other thing is this: uh, Kylo Ren. I is a character that we've roundly mocked for years on this show. Um, he's not a character that I've ever cared about, but I actually felt bad for this for Adam Driver, and I felt bad for this character in this movie. Um, you know it, the thing with uh, the thing with Leia. Leia's death was stupid. It was all the way stupid. Uh, I felt nothing when she mm-hmm. died, which you is know, sad. She calls out through the Force, and that's it, man. That she just couldn't handle anymore. That was it. And you and and again, this is classic J.J. Abrams over-explaining dumb shit that doesn't need to be explained. So you have to go back to Maz Kanata to explain. 
She doesn't have anything left. Wow. Who the hell is this? Why is it? Maz Kanata is the dumbest character in all of this. Yeah. She's the stupidest in all of these three movies. Maz Kanata is, she's worse than Rose Tico. This is, and, 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 um, and Nipita Luongo is a great actress mm-hmm. and plays the part very well, but this is a completely wasted area of character arc. Doesn't need to be there. I'll get rid of that character. Cut it out. Cut out Rose Tico completely. Cut all of this junk out and then just focus on that core. So now you've got Leia who calls out to Ben as if she's never done this before. If you're the mom, you, you're doing this nonstop. Oh, you're yeah. calling out mm-hmm. to this kid. Non-stop. Any mother out there that's listening to this right now, uh, especially if you've had a kid who is an addict or a kid who's in trouble or a kid who needs help, you know you'll stop at nothing to get this kid what he or she needs. And all of a sudden, she does it one time and she kicks the bucket. I've, I, that was insulting to me as a viewer. That was one of the things I hated the most was her death. It was totally stupid. And then all of a sudden, oh, oh, Kylo is like distracted. He gets, he gets, and then, and then Ray punches a, a mud hole in him without even thinking twice about it, which she would do. But now all of a sudden, the Jedi, the Jedi are gods now, which ruins everything for all of the movies. Now they can, now they can heal each other's lightsaber mm-hmm. wounds. Oh, now they can they can give their life essence to each other. Now they can do all of this. Now the Emperor can shoot lightning and and kill every ship in the universe. And now they're gods now. Stupid, 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 stupid. I hated this so bad. It made me so mad watching this. And I, like I said, it's going to sound like I am really not liking this movie. But the truth is, is that I did like this movie. It was fun for me to see people who... Uh, in, we're enjoying it in the in the theater, but I will say this: the the Ray and Kylo kiss, which meant nothing, which was totally stupid. Oh, yeah, you had oh. a couple of Twilight girls in the crowd that we were watching it with that clapped and loved it, and everybody else giggled. It was the stupidest kiss ever. It, it people were snickering yeah. next to me. People were laughing, and one guy goes, "Oh God!" There was, you know, so people. This was this was happening in the theater around us. It was like the smattering of, you know, I will say that when Chewie. Found out that Leia died. Chewie's that reaction. That was heartbreaking. One of the best parts of the movie. Yes. Yeah, yes. one of the best parts. I, in my opinion, it was the best part of the whole movie. Jonas uh, Suomoto, who plays Chewbacca now, uh, I think gave a, a fantastic performance. He was awesome in this. Well, movie. you could tell at that moment Chewie realized he was alone. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean that was they're all his gone. Friends yeah. are gone. All of his friends are gone. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought Anthony Daniels as three PO did great. You know, I've had a problem with 3PO from the prequels and stuff like that because it's like he, I, I, at some point, this is a guy that I've talked to many times, that I've interviewed many times. And he, he always, he's a very serious actor. I'm reading his autobiography right now and it's great called IMC3PO. And uh, throughout the prequels, and, and he told me during the prequels, he said, C3PO is like a baby. So I've changed his voice a little bit to be more childlike. And then he just locked into it. If you watch the original movies and then you watch the prequels, he's got this weird kind of higher register. I'm so dumb, you know, kind of weird thing that he does. And with the later movies, he kept that. So 3PO is much smarter and much more edgy through the original three than he is in the prequels and then these. But that was back for this last movie. I think he did a a bunch of work on it or somebody told him, hey, look, get rid of the baby talk stuff and go back to the old 3PO thing and he did and it was great Mm -hmm. and I thought he was awesome 
Um, I had a problem with the, uh, with the, I'm dead, now I'm alive, now I'm dead, now I'm alive. The only one that I didn't have a problem with was 3PO. And I'm glad. That, ma- I, I yeah. love that story. That I thought that was really cool. I'm glad they brought, that they had the R2 thing. I thought that was perfectly yeah. set up. Even the way they said R2's, da- R2's data banks, they're, they're unreliable and so on and so forth. Um, it, it made me think that they weren't going to bring him back. They, as a viewer, and as somebody who's a writer, they fooled me. I didn't see that. I didn't see them putting R2's, you know, R2 fixing him. I loved that they brought him back. I thought that was really cool. Um, there was an awful lot. Lando killed it in this. I thought oh, yeah. it was so. Mm-hmm. The oh, fleet coming back. When the was fleet, awesome. that actually got teary oh, at that point. I got teary well, when was the fleet awesome. came back. That's like, because so there's, there's no hope. And that's yeah. like, that felt like Star Wars, where Star Wars is about hope. Yeah. I mean, that's what yeah. everything's that's what I'm about. about. And you see yeah. all those ships rise up, and I was like, oh man, that that's awesome. is cool. It's now, awesome. There's two cameos in this movie. The first Wedge. Wedge. Yeah. Wedge was so cool. I'm it was so, so glad. cool to see Wedge. Yeah, back. Dennis Lawson is yeah. Wedge. Yeah. And then the other one, specifically, I told this guy here, Josh, that he couldn't ruin it for you. Yeah. Remember my name? Was Han Solo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I, I want to hear your thoughts about that scene. I was actually, I was okay with it. Um, to, can I be honest with you? I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really cool, uh, except for one problem. And again, it's a writing problem. JJ has to over-explain shit that he doesn't need to explain. Uh-huh. When Kylo's like, you're just a memory. Duh, we all know that. You don't need to say that. We get it. We, we understand. We know he's not alive. We know that he's having a vision or he's having some yeah. sort of psycholo- psych- breakthrough. psychological breakthrough. We know that's what's happening. You don't need to say that you're just a memory. Just give the audience some credit. We get it. And I thought he looked fantastic. And I thought it was brilliantly done. I thought, I thought it was I loved really, that. really I loved that they mirrored that first interaction from The Force Awakens. It yeah. was like shot for and shot It almost. was shot for shot. Yeah. Yeah. And the only difference was instead of killing him, he throws his lightsaber It was away. the same dialogue, yeah. too. Yeah. The dialogue mm-hmm. was the same, except this time he threw it in the in the. Which in the was ocean. awesome. I, I thought yeah. that was great. Um, so. Even how he was like, oh, well, this we have to go to this place. It is in the Endor system where the final battle of the Death Star took, the second Death Star took place. Like, we get it. You don't. Yeah, you don't have to bash us over the head with the dumb stuff. Explain the other stuff that you're leaving out. You know, uh, that's the kind of stuff that drove me crazy through this. Um, Luke showing up. A lot of people loved it. I hated it the way he showed up. The way he showed up. I loved the line. Oh, that was a fantastic line. Loved the line, and people cheered in our in our crowd. Mm-hmm. Everybody got what he was trying to do there. Um, and I love that he was able to do that, even though I shouldn't as a writer. That's the kind of stuff you should hate. But on a personal note, I loved that all the way. And um, Well, and I, I think the reason that people like that as much as they do as well is because you could tell that Mark Hamill was saying it, not Luke, and he enjoyed well, saying and, that. And he felt like Luke to me. I get what you guys were saying, where it was like Luke is Luke, and it was Mark Hamill getting a chance to play Luke. And it was. It was very much Luke. Yeah. Um, and I, I loved that. I loved it. I loved him as Luke. Um, I just hated him appearing the way that he did. Um, and I, there needed to be more of it to go to Chandler's point. This is, this is Luke's and Anakin's story. Yeah. Yeah. It's a father and son story. Then you have Leia, who's a close second to there. And then you have Han and Chewie and all of the others. Mm. But it's their story. They should have been in this from the very beginning or... They should have not been in it at all. Well, then you have, and I think you would have had a better, a better movie at that point. Well, in the final scene, I really do think they should have had Luke, Leia, 
and Ben and Anakin. I was yeah. really Anakin hoping Anakin Anakin to be there. People are mad about. I was it. like, oh, that would have been such a good opportunity. But they, I, yeah. I think is really funny is Ray goes and buries the Skywalker sabers. Yep. Not Luke's. Luke's is still out there somewhere because mm-hmm. that is not Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. No. Yep. But she buries Anakin's lightsaber in the one place he hated more than anywhere else. Anakin hated Tatooine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hated it. The Skywalkers hated Tatooine. Yeah. Why wouldn't she bury Luke's other lightsaber there? That's stupid. It's a stupid thing for me to get mad at, but I thought that too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> th- this is... Uh, this, I, I read an interview with Chris Terrio, and he was saying, uh, people are mad. There's a lot of people that are really mad about this movie. They knew there would be. And he said, we agonized over the ending of this like you would not believe. He said, we spent more time on the ending of this movie than I've ever spent on anything else. And we had this thing shot where it was going to be Anakin and it was going to be Mace Windu and it was going to be Qui-Gon Jinn and it was going to be Obi-Wan and they were all going to be standing there because the idea was is that Rey has all of them behind her. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they did the voices in the movie to kind of hint at the, that. The yeah. voices were enough for like Mace Windu and... Mm-hmm. The others. You had, yeah, yeah Liam Neeson, was in it. You had Qui Gon Jinn. But that was another thing that I had a huge issue with. You had Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan. Why? Why did they do that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. It's one guy. Yeah. And that's one of those things. It's like, JJ, come on, man. That was one thing that just drove me crazy. But I thought it was cool that you had uh, Ahsoka Tan and you had some of the animated series characters, Mm -hmm. their voices were in there as well, which I thought was actually very cool. So, like I said, there was a lot that I loved about this that I really loved, and there there were plenty. I thought the Emperor was cool. I thought the way they did the Emperor was really cool. I thought that he was hooked to that machine and he was blind and um, I thought he was creepy as hell and I thought he was so awesome. I thought that, um, you know, the problems I had there were, were that he was like, well, you're going to give me, you're going to strike me down and I'm going to possess you. And when that didn't happen, he's like, well, I'll just, I'll just put you in me. You know, I was like, well, what, why all this then? <laughs> why didn't you, <laughs> why didn't you just that? do that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Again, that's bad writing. There's yeah. no there's there's no explanation for any of that. It's like, oh, you're not going to cooperate? Okay, I'll just do it this other way. And oh, by the way, watch this. You know, and he kills every ship in the galaxy. I th- that's the kind of stuff. But he he looked awesome. I thought he looked really great. I loved the Sith Temple. I thought the Sith Temple was cool. I yeah, loved all cool. the stuff with yeah. the Holocron. I thought the Death Star was really cool. I actually thought the fight between Kylo and Rey on the Death Star was cool. Uh, I just wish I would have cared more. I wish I would have cared more that they were in this epic yeah. battle because I was watching this and I was just kind of bored. Yeah, I'm looking at it going, well, that's really cool visually. That's really that's really cool uh, that they're doing all of this, and and I love the idea of the Death Star mm-hmm. being there. Um, but I just I I don't care how this goes. Well, she I, stabbed I, him, and I was like, okay, cool. I think you I know? mentioned this on the last episode. This this movie actually made me more mad at Ryan Johnson because he robbed us of that opportunity. Yeah, to, yeah. to build yeah. that out. I, yeah. I start actually caring about these characters, and yeah. now they're they're ripped away from me. Yeah, and and I I feel like there's there's so much I think more you're right. gotten. I I agree yeah. with you. So Chandler, do you agree with any of the stuff I've said? Or oh, do I do. Just... I mean, yeah, I, I totally do. I for me, I'm looking at it not as a writer, but from an editor. Like from like certain lines and things like that. I'm like, okay, it's fine. I can just look past that. And I think uh-huh. the average audience is. Uh, oh, clearly. Yeah. Uh, on certain little like hiccups and things like that. But I actually enjoyed it. I, I went into this with pretty low expectations. I'm like, yeah. okay, 
they're gonna have to fix a lot. And I think they fixed it and they did the absolute best that they could with the situation they were given. And I absolutely love how it ended. I think they, for the yeah. record, I think they did too. Yeah, yeah. I think JJ made some horrific mistakes, but he made them coming from what was the last Jedi and what mm-hmm. was yeah. So he was he was painted into a corner. To me, you know what I mean. Yeah. To me, all yeah. the problems that I had with like Ray and, and this overall like story arc started way back with the Force Awakens. It, it's it's that overall story. I'm like, this doesn't. I'm not really invested in the story. But that being said, like I loved the ending with them defeating the Emperor, Ray going back to Tatooine. She has a yellow lightsaber. Everyone Which knows I love, love that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually felt that emotion with seeing the two moons uh, or the two suns. Uh, I mean, I liked it. Uh, I knew it wasn't going to be perfect. I knew there were going to be issues. Um, I thought Finn was great. I thought Poe was great. Yeah, um, I did too. The Marvel jokes were few and far between. Mm-hmm. And the, the humor fit the much The humor better. actually fit. It felt like Star Wars to me. Um, you know, they... The clips that they showed on their Instagram pages when they were releasing scenes, I'm like, oh, this is going to be awful. And those were the only two like dad jokes that they shared yeah. in the entire movie. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm I'm cool with this. So would I like to see it go a, a different direction? Yeah, absolutely. But I can also say this is the best they could have done with the situation they were given. I'm going to watch this over and over again. I personally liked it. So Yeah. yeah. Now, I didn't hate this movie. I know it sounds like I did. Please understand, I didn't. I need to go see it again to see if the things that were so grating on me are grading on me still. Well, you know, um, or and that happens to me sometimes. Yeah. I'm a little weird that way where I have to go watch things well, I mean, a couple of times. The thing I've yeah. seen is from any review, positive or negative, everyone said that yeah. because they had to cram so much in. Um, but the thing you know, is, my argument is they didn't. They didn't have to cram so much in. No, they didn't. Yeah, they, they could have. They they felt like they did, and they made a choice to do so. But I don't think they needed to. Yeah. Well, I think something that needs to be understood as well is Colin Trevorrow. He was fired or let go. From this movie. This movie. Yep. Part of the reason was is he wrote a sequel to The Last Jedi. Not The Last Jedi. He wrote a sequel to The Force Awakens in that arc. Okay. And when The Last Jedi came out, his movie no longer, his script made no sense. And it did not work anymore. And he could not come up with a story Mm -hmm. that could tie back into The Last Jedi. Yeah. So he he kind of had that, that conversation like, we can't agree on a script. Go ahead and let me go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and again, um, not to beat a dead horse here, but to the kind of things that they were worrying about, uh, go back to the to the end where they had this agonizing debate over which Jedi. It came down to the fact that they wanted Leia to be with Luke on Tatooine because you've never seen Leia with Luke on Tatooine. That was their logic. It's it's in an interview. You can go that's read. Terrible it. logic. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. yeah that's stupid. Well, they've never seen Leia on Tatooine, so that's really why would what, she go to Tatooine? Who cares? Put them all in there, you know? Yeah. And so that's the kind of stuff you can tell I'm very passionate about that that I find very, very frustrating because I don't think um, I part company with pretty much everyone else. I agree in the sense that it's a mess and there's too much and the, the editing yeah. is way too crammed and it's way too rushed. I agree with it. Um, but I'm of the opinion that it didn't have to be that way. No. I think yeah, that, no, that's a really I good point. That's a good point. Yeah. They could have made some much better choices to make this flow a whole lot better. And ultimately, I'll say this, not to say that I didn't like the movie, because I, again, I can't give it a, a five stars or a four stars or a thumbs up or a B or whatever, whatever sort of movie critic-esque kind of scoring you want. I can't do that yet because I need to go see it again. A C. But I, w- <laughs> <laughs> but, but I will say this. Um, how do I say this? How do I, you know, this is how I say it. This is not these three movies, especially this one and The Last Jedi, 
this is not the story I wanted to see. No, that's I totally agree. That's what yeah. I was saying when I'm like, this is not the, the story the problems, I wanted to be told. All the problems that this started with The Force Awakens, like yeah. this started at the, the mm-hmm. very, very beginning. Uh, I don't think this is really set up for success. And honestly. I don't know if that's a problem with me. I think this is a problem with, especially with older Star Wars fans. They wanted to see something else than what they were given. Oh, yeah. And I'm very much in that camp. This is not what I wanted to see. Um, that doesn't mean it's bad. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that people are enjoying The Last Jedi. Uh, our listeners, for the most part, Rise are of really. Skywalker. Or, yeah, The mm-hmm. Rise of Skywalker. Our listeners, for the most part, are really, really digging it. They're really enjoying it. Um, on a national scale, it's much more polarized. It's much more divisive. Uh, I think it's got much higher scores in in Utah and with our particular life group and oh, our demographic of totally, listeners yeah. than, than it is we're, outside. We're just a bunch of nerds in Utah. Uh, I think a lot of people like it here. Um, nationally, if you go look at reviews around on Twitter mm-hmm. and, and Facebook and things like that, it's pretty, it's getting pounded. Yeah. And they've, they've come out and JJ's come out and he's been like, look, I get it. I, I understand. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. yeah. I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. You know. It, um, the, the thing I want to end on as far as like my opinions on it is we went and saw it the day the last episode of The Mandalorian came out. Yeah. And so we went and saw it. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's go see Star Wars. And it ended. I'm like, yeah, I liked it. I can't wait for The Mandalorian. And like, that's where my focus was. Like mm-hmm. this story, I just didn't really care about it that much. You know? Just, oh, yeah, so, like, so now he's, he's so she's, she's dead. No, she's alive because he kissed her. Okay, saw that in Sleeping Beauty in the 1930s. <laughs> oh, now he's dead. I don't care. No, the I thing I had a care. hard time with is in the prequels, Palpatine's talking to Anakin saying, only the Sith can bring the dead back to life. And it's like, that's the dark side. That's the dark side. Like, that is the reason why you go to the dark side. Yeah. Exactly. And they're like, oh, I'm going to suck the life out of you, and then you're going to suck the life out of me, and, and we're going to like do... And it's, like, it's like post office. I was like, wait a minute, what? So, I think for me, the reason that I do like it is because it does, at the end of the day, feel... Like Star Wars, it does. At this one did feel like Star Wars. That's all the way. why I like, I like the same. It. Yeah, that's for the, the same, same for reason. Me. You can take a look at all of the the substantial flaws that I see anyway, and I can go. It still felt like a Star Wars movie, therefore I like it. Even yeah. with all the flaws, I'm a Star Wars fan. I'll always be a Star Wars fan, and because of that, I will watch this one again. Unlike that abortion that that Ryan Johnson made, uh, I will watch this one over and over. Uh, one thing quickly that I wanted to point out too: the Knights of Ren were stupid. It was a total. Oh, yeah. Yeah, why were they even stupid. in there? Which is dumb. And the whole fight sequence with uh, Ben Solo now and the Knights of Ren was edited so poorly. It was like a bad '70s karate movie. It was horrible. <laughs> People there's are a, putting like. There's a scene where he puts his his lightsaber behind his back, and the editing was so bad. He puts it behind his back, and he's he's like waiting. Okay, hit it there, guys. Yeah, yeah. I hit noticed that. And then oh they hit gosh. it. He's like, ooh. Yeah. What? And he, he did, just waited he did like three seconds. He turned around without looking and shot one of the guys with a blaster, which is what Han did. Yep. Uh, in The Force Awakens, and I was like, okay, I see what you guys are doing there, but it it doesn't fit the character yeah. at all. Um, I don't know. I still liked it. Yeah. And, and see, yeah. me as a fan. You know, yes, I did love it because it delivered a Star Wars movie. Yeah, feel. Yeah. Just it like feels like said. Star Wars, yeah. I I loved Chewie throughout the whole movie. It was awesome. I cried when I thought he was dead. Yep. I cried when when Leia passed away. I and I cried when he got that damn medal. Like oh, that, that, I was, that, that was that was cool. Awesome. I loved oh, that. that. Was I was furious. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, like I agree with you. I didn't. I'm sorry, like you that. got Rose Tico, who has who's got like 73 seconds of screen time, and she just walks up and hands it to him. Here yeah. you go. Here you go, man. I know this happened 50 years ago, and I wasn't even alive, and nobody knows that story. But here you go, dude. You know, but, I, I was like, put it, build a ceremony, have something happen for the guy. It'll take 10 seconds of screen time. All he has to do yeah. is just accept it with a. <laughs> 
Plus, he was like, given a medal by Carrie Fisher at the MTV Movie Awards, and Lucas turned around later and said, no, that's canon. Chewie has the medal. <laughs> so, well, If you watch my versions of Star Trek I have, yes. or Star Wars that I have, yeah. Chewie does have a medal. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, they could have just put they, one they on. They edited it in. Yeah. That, that's they, like they, the one change they made. Why didn't yeah. they just put that? Like, they, they changed everything else. Why couldn't they put one on it? So anyway... Um, Again, I know it sounds like I'm dumping on this movie. I am dumping on parts of the movie. I actually did like the movie for the same reasons that you guys said. It felt like a Star Wars movie from front to back. Um, I just wish I cared more about Rey. Don't care about her at all. I think she's a... Well, whatever. Uh, same with Ben Solo. Don't care about him at all. Finn and Poe, I very much care about them. I thought they mm-hmm. were fantastic in the movie. They brought me back around. I love those two characters. I think they're great. Um, you know, there's like I said, there was a lot to like. There was some to hate. Uh, and I've got to go see it again, and maybe we'll do an update and see if I still feel the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love to hear if, it. if people like are interested, that. that is. Yeah. So we got some goblins we need to thank. Let's do it. Yeah, we do. Hold on one second here. Okay. So we need to thank Taylor Casper, Greg's Guide to New Music, Philip Johnson, Infendo Radio, which is Steve Peacock. All, the, all these guys are paying a minimum of 50 a bucks month. a month, by 50 the way. Minimum. 50 bucks a month. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Shannon, but not Bishop Shannon, Guy Stones, Colton Cook, Chandler, the Prince of Goblins, yep. Summer uh, and Brian Thatcher, Mike and Angela Wilding, Allison Fairbanks, Cindy Rose Garrett, best-selling author Joanna Reeder, Sophie V, Just a Girl Jean, the Perez sisters Jill and Nicolette. I know. Yes. Hey, Natalie Taylor, Cam, and Alexa Bingham. Welcome, Cam guys. And Alexa thanks, Bingham. Thanks for helping your pledge hey, for the Josh. little devil on Josh's shoulder. Thanks for helping him be the fourth wise man. To you. Yeah. <laughs> Natalie Taylor. Oh, sorry, I already said Natalie Taylor. Jennifer Grant, Easton, the Easton sisters, which is Liz yep. and Steph. So yep. thank you guys. Thank you. Uh, Parker Lewis, Ryan Westwood, Jared Reed, on behalf of the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Nice. Good I job. got it. Was I got it? Yeah. I'm never gonna be yes. able to do that one. Sean Big Boy Peterson and Brian Miller. Now these guys, who I'm going to read next are above $50. So Matthew Cronkite, which is 50-50. Thank you, Matthew. Which is awesome. Lane Hilton at 51-50. Oh, Lane Hilton, Lane. the American badass. Love Lane Hilton. Angela Hammond, which is $75 a month. John looking for a fancy nickname, Kennedy. So yeah. he at... We can now say John Kennedy's last name. Yeah. John Redacted Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, he sent us a message on Patreon like explaining why he yep. did that. Uh, Ian the Token Gay at $77 a month. <laughs> 70 Hogan at $100 a month. And 70 then, Hogan, oh, thank you. Damn. 70 Hogan. Thank you, John Kennedy. Yeah, and then Castle, who was our holy goblin. Thank so, you, Angela. Thanks, Thank you, Castle. Thank you, guys. We love you to death. Thanks to all the goblins. Uh, the shows are now back and underway. We will be at full steam starting next Monday. So we'll have What's Happening Hot Stuff back. We'll have all yeah. the stuff back oh, starting yeah. next week. So 2020 is underway. Go to Patreon. Get signed up. Lots of fun content and goodies coming your way. Patreon.com forward slash Radio Ronan. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Radio Ronan. We'll see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Happy New Year! Woo-hoo!